You're listening to episode 254 of the Major Issues Podcast, and I am required to tell you by law that the hierarchy of the DC Universe is about to change with our Black Adam review. Major Issues starts right now! Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano aka The Don and if you're listening to this, you could only be here for one reason, that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by ComicBookClick.com and as always, I am joined by the legendary, the watcher of all things Marvel, A-Rob the Marvel God, let the people hear you. Yo, 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 what's good y'all, how's everyone feeling? Yeah, and we are taking a bit of a, a detour on, on all things Marvel in a bit. Our main right. course today is going to be Black Adam, Man. The, la- the latest installment for the DCEU. And we'll do as we normally do, a bit of a spoiler-free review with then getting super deep into the entire plot, characters, and storyline. But as always, we like to start these things up with the newest happenings, ladies and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book news. And uh, without further ado, here is A-Rob the Marvel God with the news. Yo, 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 we have some major issues today on the platter. Actually, well, it's kind of just kind of fantastic. It's really looking fantastic. <laughs> but we're going to start it off with Wakanda Forever. We got some Wakanda Forever news not like big news, but Disney Plus will release three new episodes of Marvel Studios Legends on November 4th, you know, ahead of Wakanda Forever. If you don't know the Legend series on Disney Plus, it's like a showcase or like a, you know, like a here's an introduce, introduction of this character. You know, try to get introduced to him, get, get you to know how they feel for him, you know. Yeah, I really like the series. I I, yeah. I think the series is really cool. Um, what it does is it is usually like less than ten minutes, but it takes almost every scene that that person has been in up until that point in the timeline. So like if you did if you watched the one about Scarlet Witch, they show her in Age of Ultron, then they show her in Civil War, you know, and they show her in Infinity War, and then Endgame. They may be little parts of movies, but you kind of track just that character's progression uh, moving yeah. forward um did they say what the three characters would be uh they did not say which ones but i could pretty much speculate which ones will will be the characters considering like the newest characters that are introduced in the movie i yeah. can go on and say like you know namor would be a good um choice ironheart you know Riri williams and of course shuri is just to see where she's at now mentally and emotionally with the spoiler alert passing of her brother <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe they you know, do do a straight up Black Panther almost, you know, T'Challa, at, because you you kind of have to if you're going in, you kind of have to have that knowledge. I can see Shiri. Um, I don't know yeah. what footage would be of Namor, but maybe uh, uh, uh between the Okoye or um, Nakia, which like I feel like they're still trying to do a lot of red herrings over who's in that suit. Right? Have you people still? Yes trying to play around with the idea now I, most recently as posted on our social media there's an image of the gauntlets that this black panther will be rocking very similar to the gauntlets that we saw shuri um using in the first film so either again that's confirmation or it's more of a red herring but yeah i am so ready to watch this film already i'm, I'm super 
anticipating what's going to happen uh, when we return to Wakanda. Yeah, so definitely look out for those episodes coming to Disney+. Plus. And as you know, Wakanda Forever coming to theaters November 11th. Now we hit into some like rumor mill news. Everyone grab your salt shakers, you know. Hey, shake it like a salt shaker. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, reportedly, Adam Driver has met with Marvel executives over during the summer and talks about playing a, a really specific role about a really brainy, you know, smart guy kind of character in the Marvel Universe. It's kind of stretchy, Mr. Stretch Armstrong, you know, I'm going to cut to the chase. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic. Or because of his villainous role and, you know, as Kylo Ren in Star Wars, Dr. Doom. So, yep. you know, take it with a grain of salt. But he has met with Marvel. What do you think, Don? What do you think about this? Again, I think the easiest thing for them to do is just take people who are already on the lot. Like on the Star Wars lot or <laughs> on there and just be like, hey, what are you doing? Because we're doing something cool over here. Right. Uh, Come on over. Come on yeah, in. Yeah, we're just next door. We're just doing some stuff. Um, it's, I don't know if he could be Reed. He definitely could be the maker as we've spoken about here, right? Like, mm. um, so if I, like, I think he'd be a good Doom. But if we're going to continue the conversation that we had last time we were talking about this, the Reed Richards when cast needs to have a level of danger to him because he does need to get to a point of, like we said, the devil may care kind of uh, scientist that will endanger his entire family to prove a point, yeah. to prove yeah. an equation kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Driver may fit that, um, but he does emotionless almost too well. And so I don't know. I don't know if he'd have the softer edges for like the more wholesome Marvel's first family read. I think you kind of you kind of have to have both, and that's that's a juggling act. But what do you think? Uh, I definitely can see him as a young Doom, that young um, Gypsy Doom before he got. If you, if anyone comic book readers out there, if you've read books of Doom, you know what I'm talking about. That young mm-hmm. Doom before he met Reed Richards, before he got contracted by the government. You know, he. I can see him playing that jaded, dark. Uh, just the world has been against him since he was born character doom now in yeah. the, that's that devil may character for um i could definitely see him playing a variant of mr fantastic like how we got john krasinski as the variant of him i could definitely see him playing the maker yeah definitely seems playing that dark version of reed that's just survived everything that his universe is throwing at him and he's just come out it come out of that just so just in a really dark place i could see yeah, super playing that read yeah and twist it because since he can stretch, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but definitely, I sense. can see him playing like either role. Like it, it would really be interesting to see him in either or, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and you got to bring that big ass helmet in. <laughs> you got to do that. You bring in the big ass helmet. Either, either, either helmet, either mask or the helmet. Adam Driver will look good in either or. He, he, he can rock a cloak. He can rock yeah. a cloak. Yeah, yeah, and he has. A good helmet voice because his voice is already super deep. So, like, you know, then, like, he has a good helmet voice. Not everybody has a good helmet voice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, especially, like, you know, having that presence in the helmet because you have to carry yourself. Like, you know, you have a helmet on, you can't show your emotions. So, your voice and your body language has to carry that. And Adam Driver, for the most part, he's done that as Kylo Ren. Every time yeah. he was on screen, he was imposing. He was he was brooding. He was jaded. He was Darth Vader Jr. <laughs> yeah, definitely a threatening force um, in that. So he would totally be able to pull from that if he wanted to play Doom. 
Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, and that news kind of came out from another uh, podcast. Shouts out to uh, Hot Hot Mike Podcast. You okay, know? so you know the rumor mill is spinning with that, and we're yes, it is fantastic. We're gonna keep it fantastic. We'll keep it here, man. With more news, I I can I honestly can't call this a rumor because nowadays this 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 can't happen. This can't happen, people. But my soul sticker is next to me. <laughs> <laughs> keep the salt close. Man, keep the salt close, man. But the rumor is the Silver Surfer special feature presentation coming soon. In like, that could be really cool. Right? With the Werewolf City w- fan feedback from Werewolf by Night, Marvel plans to use the format of the special feature presentation to further explore stories that could expand the, the broader reaches of the MCU. And with this presentation benefits characters that deserve spinoffs without having to spread themselves too thin within the law lo- within the larger narrative of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and of course in the Disney Plus series. Yeah. So yeah. How, how no, I think that this? makes I think that makes a lot of sense. Um what I'm wanting from these special presentations, and obviously I'm always wanting too much, but what I what I want is I would love if every one of these special presentations took on a hard form a genre. We joked a little bit about mm. Um, how Nova could be like almost like a swashbuckling space epic, you know, akin to a Star Wars, but more like a Flash Gordon type. Um, it would be cool to see um, somebody, obviously this is a huge name, but somebody like Ridley Scott take on the Silver yeah. Surfer, like almost like a really super sci-fi, super alien cold Definitely. look at, at, at as his role as the, you know, well, from Norn Rad from the very beginning, right? Yeah. And then possibly leading up to him actually becoming the Herald of Galactus. But his Definitely. his 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 adventures have always been so interesting because they are so out there. But yeah, he's also he's also super a part of it. So it's not out there to him. It's just out there to us on the outside. So that's what screams to me like like yeah. alien Prometheus, like that level of of super sci-fi um i would i would really like to them to get into that um and like maybe not in like maybe tone back a little bit on the comedy for for <laughs> silver surfer like i don't know if i need i don't know i feel I, it you know I feel uh, like it's comedy can be just like just natural not yes. too not too forced but you know just natural organic comedy like a light-hearted jokes between people i can see that on the planet of zen lob <laughs> yeah 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 Totally. I can definitely see Nolan Rad like playing that now. Despite all the rumors, like so far, because the rumor has been going like since like five in the morning Eastern time. Right <laughs> now, despite all the rumors and speculation and details regarding the coming of the Herald of Galactus, it, the, the information really has been scarce. Honestly, like the giant freaking robot. If anyone who knows of uh, the website or the, um, the, well, yeah, the website giant freaking robot. They claimed earlier yeah. this month that Silver Surfer was being planned now in a massive addition to that because you know this this is the cosmic side of it all you know silver right. surfer is probably one of the biggest cornerstones in marvel comics history yeah and you know it's also perhaps one of the top bill characters when it comes to like cosmic stories in marvel so like undoubtedly well his upcoming debut will undoubtedly be making cosmic waves any across the fan base any like, chance when it's coming it hits do you think there's any chance driver went in for Lauren rat <laughs> that would be interesting because <laughs> that's not out of the realm of possibility either with that voice 
Uh, Lawrence Fishburne famously uh, lent his voice over to Silver Surfer in uh, that Fantastic Four 2 uh, film. So, yeah, just get Doug Jones again, put him in the suit, and get old Adam to, to voice him, and we'll be there. Right? I could definitely see it. Like, I want nor i need more cosmic stories when it comes to marvel like they yeah. they just opened the floodgates kind of with the infinity saga but we really didn't get a taste of like the full scope of the marvel universe like there's so many civilizations and cultures and empires that they've honestly haven't touched upon except for the Kree. yeah barely right <laughs> like you <laughs> said it's, it's the scope and it's also the scale you know we 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 are we just got off of a show disney plus show right where like everything was in california for the most part (laughs) and 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 sometimes we can make those adventures seem life or death what happens when we get to real extermination level events across the galaxy like that's when we start getting into some some real big marvel territory when it comes to the scope and the scale and you gotta believe at the center of that is the silver surfer definitely because like they're definitely starting to uh break away from like team ups, I guess on Earth because like with Love and Thunder, it was pretty isolated from Earth. Like there was Earth was not involved in his story at all for no. the most part. And with them introducing more cosmic characters, I think we're going to see more of that. There's more of those those grandiose universe epic stories happening in space that we but the Earth heroes will have no idea is right. going on until one of them come back and say, "Yeah, this will happen," and they would just all have their jaws just drop like. Why didn't you call us up? Why you hit us up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um, Guardians. You know, Guardians, they fought Ego, the living planet. And all that happened, you know, they blew up a bunch of other planets and seeds and stuff, and it doesn't really get talked about today. So, right, yeah. It's like a super possible. Kind of like had a blue blob kind of expand out of it, and it, it's, no one talked about it. Right. <laughs> it was on the news, and then, you know, London got attacked, or aliens attacked New York again. Just another Tuesday in Marvel. <laughs> yep, yep, just another Tuesday. <laughs> but like um <laughs> it's not Tuesday of Marvel, but like definitely the current concept. I've I've been doing a little digging, but definitely the current concept for the Silver Surfer special presentation will have a similar style to Werewolf by Night. Okay. And the project will feature Norm Rad as the Galactus as Galactus's herald out in the far corners of the cosmos, most likely on his home planet of Zilla. I I mm. definitely see that happening. Like, yeah, just getting into the early beginnings and yeah, so we can skip over like that. that when he's like right there in the movie. Like we know, yeah, yeah. we saw the feature. We saw him like dropped in a couple of things, you know. So it'll be soon. Right. And okay, yeah, and yeah, most likely yeah, be on Zilla. I can definitely see it being on Zilla. Like, but where else would it be on Vormir? <laughs> now, <laughs> now, that would be interesting. Like, like you know, get get all the origin story out here because we we kind of I just kind of want to see him as Harold the Galactus. I would love to him to refer to that, but we're we've four phases in. We're a bit past the origin story stuff, and we still got so many other origin stories to do. So it's very hard to find ones that come off as unique. Now Norman's is incredibly unique, uh, but that's why I think it should be able to take its time to breathe in a special feature. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Because with a special feature definitely could flesh out his origin and then they could probably make it even longer because the 53 52 minute uh time frame that i feel like that was an experiment they're probably gonna expand on that or probably shorten that depending on the character and, and how rich their like lore and origin history is because the silver surfer he, he needs a, honestly a mini movie he needs an hour and a half yeah yeah <laughs> an hour and a half solid like his is the tragic 
the tragedy, the conflict, the love story. And he's he's kind of like what's the kind of character? The the tragic character? I guess yeah, he's really definitely. like a Shakespearean character. Yeah, he's literally the embodiment of "Don't kill the messenger." <laughs> like, he's literally wow. the guy. <laughs> and it's like, hey guys, not 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 for nothing, but yeah, some bad stuff's about to happen. Don't be mad at me. It's just my job to come over here and tell you guys. So <laughs> sorry about true. that. He's you know, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. That's funny. That's yeah, funny, die. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> but like, uh, definitely, uh, Rad. Well, unfortunately, Rad would not be on Earth during. His special presentation and well also he won't interact with any of the cosmic characters already established in the mcu hence the silver surfer will very much be an isolated story within the context of the mcu and some other sources were also able to describe the vibe of the special many have cited that the it's going to have like a netflix sandman kind of vibe to it like an inspiration behind it because of the okay. cosmic spin to it yeah, and yeah. i can definitely see that Norad, yeah. like this watching Neil Gaiman's Sandman mm-hmm. definitely reminded me of of that kind of stoic character, which is Silver Surfer. Like, yeah, I can definitely see that, especially since like every project and property does like have a theme to it. Like with um, Black Panther kind of had that James Bond Casino Royale kind of theme. Guardians, you know, the ragtag uh, group of misfits. You kind of have to if indiana jones and star wars had a baby more or less <laughs> you know like every property has a theme you just gotta you know look at it you know for like a better words eternity eternals was diversity boom was right there in your face yeah <laughs> i could definitely see um the silver surfers special presentation that shakespearean cosmic epic yeah i can definitely see that like what are, you, what are your thoughts on it i think that um it, it it can be smart right because we've already talked about the end of this being uh secret wars um and yeah. i think if you can and if you can do secret wars and then find a way to make like legitimately the very next big bad galactus you can combine you can make galactus a, a worldwide threat which means that you can now combine the universes that you wanted to you know what I'm now that we're back yeah. to earth post secret wars we can create literally the biggest in size bad that we can to literally. have everybody to have everybody on deck for that um and i think that that can be a universe slash title uh uniting for uh antagonist that you could bring everybody in for so you you do this big epic with doom and stuff in in secret wars and then you uh you bring it like you do Secret Wars, and by Secret Wars, people will have forgotten that we've even seen the Silver Surfer special thing. And then you'll just see his ass show up on the surfboard, and you're like, oh, damn. They can literally treat Silver Surfer kind of like how Captain Marvel was treated in the beginning. Because we had, what was it? We had Infinity War, and then mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Captain Marvel, then Endgame. Yep. People literally forgot about Captain Marvel until she appeared in Endgame at that last moment, coming in like yeah. a Super Saiyan and destroying Thanos' the ship. And everyone in the theater, I was there, they was like, oh, yeah, oh, it's Captain Marvel. Because she only had that beginning, and then she was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'll see you guys. Uh, I'm going to go to another planet. And then, and then it's like, oh, I guess that's, that's how quickly we can forget and be distracted. So I think you bring in Norrin, you introduce what he means when he shows up, and then you don't talk about him at all for a while. We think that we're done, calm before the storm kind of stuff. We've done beat God Doom. He's still around, but he's not a god anymore. And our Earths are back, and everybody's all together, happily ever ever after. And then you see that silver streak in the sky. And you're like, oh, damn it. 
damn. <laughs> you know, just shake things up one more time. Every time things get just settled, you shake it up one more time. Like That's them salt shakers. Man, right? Grab the salt shakers, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Now, also, now the now the release window is also interesting for the, the special. Like, additionally confirmed was... Well, it's being released a few months. It will be released a few months before the Fantastic Four premiere in February 2025. Mm -hmm. Now, although current phases of the projects are low-key, kind of like unpredictable, and could literally shift on a whim if they wanted to, but they've said this special must release before this film. Now, when asked for specifics, they, they would not clarify. Right. However, one could assume that Marvel's interest in releasing this project before a theatrical film could link the two and many other projects after. Like, yeah. like, like, what do you, what do you think on that? I think it's like I said. I think it's like I said. I think you set this up for a post credit. You know, um, um, Marvel's gotten really, really more and more um, insidious with their post credits and like where you get that information from. <laughs> like, if you watch certain, you know, if you watch. Uh, um, uh, Valentina show up in Captain America and Falcon and what is it? Captain yeah, America Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Oh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah you Captain see Valentina. Yeah, <laughs> you see Valentina show up in that, and you know you kind of got to tie her to the Hawkeye thing you might have just seen in Black Widow, but it's it's not the full story yet. Um, and these crossovers are being more and more mysterious. Blade showing up to talk to the Black Knight. You know, like we're yeah. back in the day, we had a bit more, like it was kind of obvious what Tony Stark was alluding to when he's talking to General Ross or when any of these other characters are bumping into each other, seeing Bucky back in Wakanda, stuff like that. Um, you, 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 it's pretty uh, easy to, to understand where they're going. I think now we're getting into more mysterious territory. So introduce one of the most mysterious characters uh, of all time in the Silver Surfer. Uh, it's perfect. And again, if they do their homework up front, you can train the audience to know what he means. And thus, Definitely. when he shows up, the pop's right there. They got it ready. Right. They won't have to do much homework because he's literally right there. Like we know yeah. what it's in most, most fans should know. Like even if you're not like a diehard comic book, fan or just a diehard marvel fan or just not even a comic book medium kind of person people know of silver surfer like he's been yeah. around he's been out here he's been on cartoons tv media he's been in movies he literally was almost the saving I, he was the saving grace for me for the fantastic four rise of the silver surfer his name was in the title he yeah. was the reason why <laughs> i saw that movie right i was like the silver surfer i remember him from the cartoon what? Which I, now I think about it, that title doesn't even make any sense because he was always a silver surfer and he ends the silver surfer and he never rose. He came, right. to, show, <laughs> he came to show us that Galactus was here. What, whatever. But anyway, no, but you're, you're, you're totally right. <laughs> you're totally right about that. I think that um, one of the other interesting parts of this character uh, that can be extremely meta because Marvel likes to play into the meta of it all, right? right. We've now watched. 30 films. There's going to be 30 films uh, next month. We will have seen 30 Marvel films plus the limitless uh, TV projects and one shots. Um, like and 12? right. 13? And you can, you can kind of get numb to that level of catastrophe, right? They can tell that story with Norman. They can tell that story with Silver Surfer, a man who literally can't be impressed anymore because he's seen civilization after civilization after civilization get eaten up by this big, uh, you know, this big being. And 
people wonder like how he's become so not nonchalant. Aren't you human anymore? Don't you care about your family? It's like, yeah, I do. But when you see, when you deal with this every day, you know, every month, every year, you can kind of get a bit desensitized to it. Yeah, they could definitely show that that definitely that heavy mental and emotional toll for Norway. They could show it on every level. To quote yeah. Emil Blonsky, physical, emotional, psychological, metaphysical, right, right. dimensionally. Like they can show that tragedy on the character because he's so just a tragic character, for lack of better words. Yeah. His story is just reaped in just uh, just devastation. He had that he literally chose his home, his love for his home, to be basically a slave or prisoner to this this forever hungry thing in the universe just to save his world, just to be the slave tool to that thing, just to watch other civilizations just be wiped away, just to make sure his is safe. And what that that means, yeah, what does that mean? Is everyone going to think that that's fair when all that comes out? Super interesting. Right, definitely, because they, they because when you as a hero, like when he comes to Earth, they can definitely see him as a threat. But once they get to the big picture of it all, he's a necessary evil. Silver Surfer's doing this because he's protecting his loved ones. So now we have more conflict to try to save this man from this being and try to satiate him from killing all. the conflicts there. I can That's yep. It's coming. I can, my soft circuit's here. I can <laughs> see it's coming. <laughs> Damn right. <sighs> but like um <laughs> But I could like, but with it being, it has to be coming out before it ha- It must release before the film. It's definitely implied that you know, Silver Surfer's master is the Galactus is not far behind, right? And I could definitely see him appearing in the Fantastic Four debut of their movie. Like it, it, it kind of like sets it up kind of perfect. Like before, like it just connects the two properties. Like you got the special film that sets it probably going to end with him meeting Galactus, not meeting Galactus, but you know, like him accepting his role as the surfer, as the hero of the Galactus. And then when the Fantastic Four movie coming out, you know, we get their origin, we get how they operate as adventurers, explorers, and then Silver Surfer come to Earth. That's it. You already know That's who it. he is. Yeah, at the end of literally that, Marvel's first big story. That's literally Marvel's first humongous story. Uh, you, you know, uh, in the company's publishing history was the coming of Galactus, and I can totally see the reboot of the MCU be, that being the first uh, brick in the new foundation. Definitely, and like uh, we're definitely going to see more news coming out, like gradually, like emerging regarding casting directors and other crew signings. Uh, provided that this rumor is true, you know, but I could definitely see a Silver Surfer special feature presentation happening. But throughout 2023, probably up until early 2024, we're going to see a lot of lot more news and castings being dropped up until then. And of course, it goes without saying there are like there are plenty of favorite choices <laughs> like uh, yeah. the fans to portray the Silver Surfer. Like let's let's get on that. Like I I. I'm particularly fond of Doug Jones reprising the role. Always, you know? always, yeah. And of course, Sam Witwer. Uh, who else? R- Rami Malek and and who else? Ryan Gosling and and of course, of course, Keanu Reeves. Like, who, who doesn't want Keanu? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has that level of um, Doctor Manhattan like omnipotency, so it has to be somebody that can play stuff super duper straight, super duper dry. Um, I think Malik has that in him. Um, 
I mean, not for nothing. I think Goslin probably could do it as well. You know, and I was a lot of talk about him playing Nova, but if he's not doing that, um, you know, I can totally see him being this sympathetic character. I think he has that level of range as well. Oh yeah, definitely. He can definitely play the sympathetic side of the Silver Surfer and just just the whole just the tragedy of him because he is very uh, conflicted. He's a very conflicted yes. character. So Ryan Gosling can definitely bring out both the light and the heavy and the heavy and dark and the light and the well, he's not lighthearted side of Silver Surfer, but the softer side of him. The yeah. More, uh, he he loves he, he likes joy, you know. Right, he's uh, fine, yeah. He has a family, so he obviously cares about people, you know. And somebody's gonna be able to have to showcase both of those things in a in a world. And I, you know, you could probably hate me for this, but in a in a better <laughs> world, maybe we should have waited for Christian Bale. <laughs> you know, maybe, man. Maybe Ooh. you know if we if we weren't gonna do gore the way we wanted to do gore, maybe we should have waited for Christian Bale to do that. Oh, don't open know? up the can of beans for me because I'm <laughs> so hyped for gore. I'm I telling you, bro. Love, gore. I love J- like God of Thunder yes. was probably the one of the greatest runs of the Thor character ever. I think like, so. Jason Aaron is like it was, hands it was, down one of the best modern like that easily, man, easily, man, easily best and gore the God Butcher one of the greatest villains Thor has ever faced just because of the scope of the story between the past, present, and the future and just what, how he challenged Thor on a mm-hmm. psychological level. Not yeah. just physically, but just overall. Made him question everything he's ever known. Right? Like, just what it means to be a god and what it means to live up to that. Like, Thor, like Gore challenged that in the story, which made me just love the character so much. Yeah, yeah I already didn't get that in Love and Thunder, but if that gore would have played uh silver surfer oh yeah if that christian mill played silver surfer yes yes one more one more one more uh guest casting what do you think about chris pine chris pine yeah Ooh, that's like me i with chris pine i throw zach efron in there too just because yeah. of how he played um ted bundy yeah yeah like i could definitely see i could totally <laughs> work as well that's crazy that all these pretty boys were playing yes. full CGI. Like like in girl like a lot of women would want to see this character just because of that casting, like that. Oh, is this handsome actor yeah. playing on it? And then watch she's full silver. You see the abs and that's it. That's all you did, ladies. Wait, wait, okay, one more, one more. Um, because you just said you just said it, and so he could totally play two roles. What about Bradley Cooper? Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Bradley, Bradley Cooper, <laughs> a regular dude, right? Like with a regular voice, you wouldn't recognize him as Rocket. His voice is nothing like Rocket's. Could Bradley Cooper play a live action role in the MCU once the Guardians doors close? I totally could see that. Definitely. He could definitely play a heavy character, especially uh when he played uh what was it the sniper? Uh um, yeah, uh, American Sniper? Yeah, no? American Sniper. Uh wasn't it? Kevin uh I oh my goodness. Name. But the that that role, I could definitely see him playing the heavier side of Silver Surfer. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see it, and just and just knowing that is kind of funny. It's just you have the guy who's like, "You're making me kick grass." <laughs> yeah. Playing Silver Surfer is like, oh, I am. The um, it's, uh, Chris Kyle. No, yeah, Chris Kyle. Yeah, yes, there it is, Chris, Chris Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, I don't know, man. Two first names, bro. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> the man's a legend, but you guys yes, you know. Look out for Silver Surfer reportedly is supposed to premiere Disney Plus in late 2024 or cool. early 2025, but most likely late 2024 if it has to be released before <laughs> Fantastic Four. 
No, I could totally see that. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. So that, that's that's A Rob, the Marvel guy, with these major issues news, y'all. That's that's it's crazy because, like you said, um, we're still a fandom that can go to and and watch like D twenty three and watch Comic Con, and Marvel will be like, "These are the gifts that we're giving you, guys. These are the presents that we've bought for you. We've wrapped them, and you're gonna get them in a bit." And we're still like. Yeah, but let's check the closet for more gifts. Wait, let's check <laughs> under the bed for more gifts. They already told us what gifts they're giving us, and we're happy with them, but we still Man, want even more. I'm checking the closet under the bed, the <laughs> attic, the garage, grandma's. Take that mattress up. Like, man, <laughs> I'm going to grandma's closet. Like, grandma, did, did mom come in? Did, did Kevin leave anything in here? Did, <laughs> did Kevin did Kevin leave anything under the bed? Uh, no? Uh, okay, I'll be back later, though. But that is truly the gift that keeps on giving. So thank you, A-Rob, the Marvel God, for bringing us the news. Black Adam is a a 2022 American superhero film based on the DC Comics character of the same name produced by New Line Cinema, DC Film, Seven Bucks Production, and Flynn Picture Company. It is a spin-off of Shazam and the 11th film in the DCEU, serving as the first installment of Phase 1. Directed by <laughs> Dramico Letzera and written by Adam, a, a good man named Adam, Rory Haynes, and Sorab Nashivirvani. The film stars Dwayne Johnson, who also served as a producer, um, and he, he plays a titular character alongside Aldish Hodge, Noah Centineo, Sarah Shah. He, I'm so sorry, Marwan, Kenzari, Kintessa, Swindell, Bodhi, I swear they're playing with me, Bodhi, Sabagui, and Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Black Adam has come, the dust has settled. A-Rob the Marvel God with a spoiler-free review. What did you think of DC's Black Adam? I thought it was, it was explosive. It was dynamic. It was funny. And it was captivating. And definitely Black Adam is here. Dwayne Johnson played this damn role. This is definitely the biggest and baddest. We have seen him in any action, sci-fi, just role ever. Like This is definitely a good way for DC to come out the gate, starting brand new and fresh, for lack of better words. This was a great start. Right, what, what are your thoughts on the movie, Don? Well, it's crazy because, you know, I did go out. I saw this DC movie starring The Rock. Um, I found myself incredibly entertained and, you know, I found myself like even om- like almost surprisingly entertained at, at certain points with the level of how they were able to juggle the humor and the heroics and stuff. Um, but we're not here to talk about DC League of Super Pets. We're here to talk about um, Black Adam. <laughs> Shots fired. And, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of upset. Really? <laughs> I've got some feelings. But if we're keeping it spoiler free, if we got if it's keeping it spoiler free up front, I will say and I and I this is the very first thing I said before I said anything to my friends. I said Black Adam I think is probably one of the most um gorgeous films I've seen all year. The the CGI is impeccable. 
uh, they took their time. And we've been st- dealing with and seeing a lot of wonky CGI on the other side. You know, we've kind of been forgiving it. Uh, Love and Thunder had some had some shots, you know, mm. and she Hawk definitely had some shots. But the CGI in this is downright amazing. Um, the the scope and the scale in which they're able to do their fight scenes is amazing. I think there are certain there are some certain standouts in this film. Um, but I don't I don't think that the story of Black Adam ended up being strong enough to not make this just a Dwayne Johnson film. And that I think is my biggest criticism against the film without spoiling it. Uh, I we said famously. On this very podcast, I said that when I saw the trailer, uh, they looked like the only thing that was important was making sure that he looked like the coolest guy on the block. And I think this movie (laughs) is just all that. And if you're down with that, that's absolutely fine. And if you're not, that's absolutely fine. That's why we have uh, different opinions and stuff. Um, I, if this feels like a Band-Aid, you know, we, we did skin our knees with a lot of these DC films. This does feel like a Band-Aid. Um, and I guess depending on how deep the cut is for you, depends on how well this Band-Aid works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Definitely, yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So I say go watch it. I don't think you'll see many films this year with its level of inventive action or uh, some of the shots that it was able to take. I think the lighting at certain points is beautiful. The shot composition at certain points is beautiful. We have a bit, uh, some slow motion shots that I thought were really, really cool. Some things that look straight out of the comic books. That was really, really awesome. Um, But I think overall, I wasn't impressed. I was entertained, but I wasn't impressed. Now, that puts me in a very precarious position because should a film impress you maybe maybe that's not the maybe that's not the role or the um the job of this particular film maybe this one was just supposed to kick the can of dc down the road to the next you know to the next thing but i felt like the shake-up that they speak of they didn't shake it hard enough <laughs> I feel uh, that, yeah and and we might this might very well be the turning point for everything but my arms are crossed. I, I will be looking very closely to see what the next moves are. Um, the the last thing uh, that I will say is that I I think at many points this film is trying to have its cake and eat it too, in the sense where it's trying to establish new DC lore while also trying to marry old DC lore. Yeah. And it's the first time since probably some of the X Men films where I'm like, what? <laughs> where I'm like, where I'm like <laughs> but wait but which world you know and but yeah. if they're here and they're here you know then what about yeah but we'll get into all of that in in spoilers um i recommend it but mostly because i recommend the one thing i always recommend which is making up your own damn mind don't let either one of us <laughs> influence you correctly but hopefully we both serve as people's voices out there if you haven't had your opinion heard or don't really know how to express it I'm pretty sure in the next uh, hour and a half or so, me and A Rob's gonna ha- go ahead and nail it. <laughs> as far yeah. as, as, far yeah. as uh, I'll definitely say, go see it. Definitely go see it. It's yes. It's not like you're gonna be like, oh my god. It's not gonna be end game level or you know, no way home level. But it, you would definitely be entertained. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into full spoilers. We'll be going through the Ooh, plot of the film. Know. We're going through the plot of the film, stopping obviously at various points to discuss up uh, everything. 
Um, so uh, the film opens up. We get a young narrator explaining that before Rome, Babylon, or the pyramids, the nation of Kandak was seen as a place of power and enlightenment until the reign of the malicious king Akhtun. The king used his army to take over Kandak and using its people as slaves, he mined the country for the precious mineral of Eternium so he could build the crown of Sabak, an artifact of dark power imbued by the six most powerful demons. Uh, we see an elderly man find some Eternium and he's almost jumped for it until a small child breaks up the melee. They turn in the mineral for a reward, but the elderly man is killed for his efforts. The boy is told off by his father, who doesn't want him to rebel, but rather he stays safe. This isn't good enough for the boy as he steals the Eternium and creates a rebellion by throwing up the Rockefeller symbol. The king, <laughs> the king is quick to snuff this rebellion out. He goes to kill the child, but he disappears in a cloud of smoke and reappears before the Council of Wizards, who saw him as worthy of being their champion. Imbued with the frightening power, the champion confronted the king and their battle destroyed the tyrants along, I mean, although the champion uh, has not been seen since. So we get a, a real big world building opener here. What'd you think? I love DC and their openings. They nail intros to their movies. Uh, Justice League, this Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Bat like they, their the world building, universe building is literally like straight from the comic book, and I love that. Yeah. I appreciate that 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 difference between Marvel. Marvel grounds their heroes based in reality, like this could happen. DC's whole as just this is mythological. This this is this is this universe that this craziness happens. Yes, yeah. and them exist like this is normal. Like this is a thing. Like. I like the comic book craziness of it all, but it's it's just fantastic. The lore, the history, mythology, all the the, the scope of it all. I loved it. I, I love this I, universe. I I, I I I agree that it is told like legend, and like I said, even with the young narrator, and we see later on about the legend of this champion and how important it is to the people of Kondok. Slight, slight vibranium feels from the Eternium. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna no, I, I'm gonna say this throughout I'm, <laughs> for the whole hour and a half of this. I've pointed out several just that other comic familiar. book movies. Yes, so <laughs> this is the first one. So keep a tally, people. This is yeah. the first one. Shouts out to Vibranium. <laughs> and I think, and I think, like that's obviously not the Rock's fault, right? Right. But that's, that's, but, I feel but, like that's but get, thing on WB just taking those famous prolific just iconic moments from marvel and other properties and just mimicking them just color swapping it or making it different because i'm like i saw a lot of things that were really similar but the thing is the, the thing that gets me the most mad is that i am usually a dc defender not, not i'm not a snyder bot i'm not and i'm not blind to their failings when i say defender i mean mostly in the comic side i'd be very ready to defend their films i defend their comics because a lot of these concepts that we are seeing being fleshed out in marvel some of them are rooted in dc or started in dc first and yep. because marvel was able to get to them first now almost everything dc does is going to look like it's copying and it's not their fault marvel just got to the to the market first and yeah. sold it and it's their it's dc's fault for not mining these these jewels these precious minerals that they always <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not they're not mining these precious minerals until they saw that somebody else wants it and now we're at a point like not for nothing we'll get into dr fate <laughs> in a bit but <laughs> that character was debuted in 1940 bro 
he predates Strange by like twenty something years. Does it matter yeah. to the comic to the to the modern film watcher? It's not gonna. It's not gonna matter at all. Because right. at it, this point, we've seen Strange four five times in the right? MCU. Yeah, Thoughts, uh, he has uh, two movies. Times. He's in five two times. Avengers films. Yes. Yeah, and he's a Spider Man. Five times we've seen Doctor Strange. And you know what's crazy? Yeah. Uh, the actor that plays Nelson, he used he used Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, for his inspiration to play yeah. Doctor Fate. Yeah, his kids wanted kids. Kids loved Doctor Strange. Could you could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? That's like somebody deciding that they want to uh, play Deathstroke because they really are into Deadpool. You know, like <laughs> it's like I think you got that wrong. I think it's the you gotta flip that around, but yeah, you yeah. Say Batman because Moon Knight's popular. Yeah, you kind of confuse those things. Um, so, uh, in present day, we see that Kondok is under the thumb of independent mercenaries called Intergang. Uh, archaeologist Adriana Tomas is shown to be a wanted woman, and we see her brother Karim and cohorts Samir and Ishmael smuggle her through a security checkpoint before going into the desert to locate the crown of Sabak. Um, Ishmael and Adriana explore a 5,000-year-old tomb while Karim and Samir take watch, but Samir is killed, and it becomes obvious that they are being ambushed. Adriana manages to find and retrieve the crown when she and Ishmael are suddenly surrounded by Intergang. They go to execute Tomas after taking the crown, but she performs an incantation, hoping to awaken the lost champion of Kondok, Teth Adam. He does appear and tears through the mercenaries, killing everyone but Tomas before choosing to explore outside, and Tomas escapes with her brother. Let's get into it. The Rock <laughs> appears. Man, straight <laughs> Omni-Man vibes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, which I guess is another way of saying straight black Superman vibes, yep. <laughs> which, which again was called on this very podcast, on oh this God. very podcast, That's funny. we called that he just translated once he picked the bullet, once he grabbed the bullet, bro, I'm sitting there going, yeah, man, <laughs> this is what's, what's going to happen. Now, I love the electricity kills. Super cool. Super inventive. I like I, the CGI on points the cgi yes. was definitely on point like they when he came out the tomb they showed that this was black adam that, yeah. th that he was a threat that he was nothing to be messed with he was a reckoning mm -hmm. <laughs> he a was badass hoodie love the hoodie of the cloak loved his whole aesthetic he from yeah. the comic book version to what he's portrayed in animation to live action dwayne the rock johnson johnson the rock this is yeah. the biggest baddest. He's accurately portraying this character. I've never thought I'd see a, just just his build alone. Yeah, like, that guy is freaking monstrous. Um, he's so huge, and that suit is so tight to extenuate his real life physique. The Rock's real life physique. That milk dud head is just on him, <laughs> <laughs> on him in this film. But yeah, man, he he he's already a force to be reckoned with. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson in real life because of his physique you pair that with the powers that he's shown to have here that quick speed that that impenetrability you know that super strength um and then the electricity all of that stuff really shows how much he's a force to be reckoned with um I, uh, later on she would go on to say like you know you are a hero you saved me I don't I don't think he said she he saved her at all I think he woke up <laughs> Bunch of people were in his bedroom. They started to try to shoot at him. 
So he killed them all, and then he left. He broke up yeah. the war, and then he left. And they were trying to uh, subscribe, you know, ascribe to him that he had did some heroics in that moment. I think all that was just selfish, you know, uh, you know hubris I, or whatever. A, a lot of moments did stand out to me in that whole scene that just felt kind of forced. Like, I can see where the critics were coming from, where their critics, <laughs> for their criticism, but like, yeah, uh, it was it was literally a comic book movie, a comic book, a comic book, just live action. Like coming out of it, I was like, oh, da, 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 da. like once I thought about, it, I'm like, this is really a comic book movie. Like this was literally a comic book movie. Yeah, and that's why I felt like with with the child actor, we're gonna we we gonna get on him. I right. have some words about him. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the the sun sun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get sun. on him in a bit. But definitely for, for Black Adam, when he hit the ground, every step that he took, he 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 exuded that godlike energy. He you felt his presence with every booming step, with every just moment. Every every time he moved, I felt like he was gonna kill something or just blow something up. Right. <laughs> just and because I it guess, was irked him. I guess my big issue uh, as we flesh out this scene is the characterization of this character right because right. he he is shown and portrayed to have been the person who has who realized that ruthlessness was the only way to liberate conduct and thus he chose to and he lived by it it's ultimately revealed that he only did that once and immediately after doing that he was arrested basically and put away forever so the energy that he's showing here feels very weird now i know he's being shot at and stuff but like Normally, the story goes like the hero is discouraged and then he ends up being the hero. My beef, part of my beef with this film is I feel like he starts off believing that killing people is necessary and he ends off <laughs> believing that killing people is necessary and not, nothing really happens in between. In between, There's a moment of doubt, but ultimately he's proven right and it's just, it's weird because yeah, a little bit. He's, he's not shown to be that man prior to the powers. Where I to the powers, he wasn't like, you know, maybe we should stab these guys in the back when they're not looking or whatever. He's just like, keep your head low because heroes die and stuff, you know? Uh, but that doesn't mean that because he thought he shouldn't be a hero, that he's like villainous, like malicious, that would hold a man and electrocute him until his <laughs> skull. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that the level of rage. The level fatality. of rage. Yeah, the level of rage he had towards the king makes sense because the king ultimately, we find out, killed his son. But him coming out of this gate with that rage feels weird because he doesn't have a, a grudge. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a nothing in his in his teeth, I guess, or a thorn in his paw. He's just grumpy. He just wake up and he's just like right. and people are shooting at him and just like, oh, okay, your magic is weak. And right. starts eating motherfucker. <laughs> oh, and we're gonna with that that him saying that and whatever we got something to get to. But uh impressive oh, we did that inner yeah, inner gang engages Teth Adam on foot and in the air, but he murders them all. Now, I had two things to say about this. Thing number one is, and they're showing Tomaz escaping with her brother, right? Mm -hmm. And the score is playing. And I hear hints of painted black by the Rolling Stones, right? And I go, that's a little on the nose, but I, I fine, because Black Adam, painted black, makes sense. Then they play. <laughs> Painted black by the Rolling Stones. Like I didn't know they were gonna straight up play it. They straight up play it. Fine, fine. Right, and I'm, I'm with the I'm with the scene until I recognize something. Black Adam is seemingly moving so fast that he is setting up an engineering 
a bunch of situations to happen so that when he stops moving at that speed, a bunch of people can be killed. Brought me right to Quicksilver. Brought me right to Days of Future Past. Number two. Right to, you know, and I'm going, wow. And again, and the song. They played like an 80s song to, to you know, to carry this through. And I'm just going, I literally at that point was like, what are we, what is, this is like another cool, the rock scene. And again, the explosions, the catastrophe, the world destroying powers that we see, it's all beautifully done. But to me, it got to the point that by the time you get to the third act, I was almost out of, wow. <laughs> I was out of explosions and punches and <laughs> I was out of it because we had done it for two hours, which makes me feel like I'm complaining about too much action in an action superhero movie. But what, what, what does any of that do you get? Do you understand any of, of what I've just said? Like it, I was, <laughs> that's why I keep, I keep, I keep, I have to hang on to the fact that it was literally just a comic book movie come to life. It was because yeah. we don't get on Sunset, we don't get on him. Yes, but just the man, I don't even know where to start. Like, did it, did it get numbing at some point? Just the, the, the sheer gravitas of these action scenes did you ever get to a point where you're just like okay just get to where a little bit when it, when it came to this math app when it came to the slow moments like leading up to the action i'm like okay they're gonna chase scene okay they're okay clearly you got to okay this it was like the obligatory stuff that you would see like it was it, it felt at this point in the movie kind of forced formulaic just, there's a there's a there's a yeah. recipe you have to you have to keep the same ingredients apparently but i don't think that that's true i just think that that's the easiest way to do it it's just to take things yeah. that you've seen from other places and stuff um again i thought i did think it was badass you have the moment of him walking away from explosions but the walk away from explosions surely he understands that at this point that that's a meme that's a trope Right, like surely like they, he that, knows. they made that scene strictly for the trailer, just to right. showcase how badass he is. <laughs> right, and so like I'm like, okay, fine. Um, Tomas and Kareem drive the hell out away from the tomb, and it's revealed that Tomas has the crown. They end up right in front of Adam, right after his massacre, and he approaches their vehicle, but he's then shot with a rocket made of Eternium. The mineral is shown to have effects on Adam because he grabs the rocket, and although he seems unaffected by the explosion, he is wounded and he passes out. Uh, Ishmael, who has like some of the worst hair I've ever seen, is yeah. shown to be alive <laughs> and is confirmed to have planned this ambush and is working for Intergang as its leader. What do you think about that reveal? Dun, dun, dun. That, uh, from the beginning, it, it, um, to, to quote Scott Lang from, from Endgame, are you serious? He looks <laughs> like bad guys. Like, I had the vibe the, just the entire time. Like, he's gonna, I'm just waiting. I was waiting for the betrayal. And then when it happened, it happened. And I wasn't surprised because, like, there, there's a formula. Maybe because I've I've seen so much, I just know that it's going to happen. But yeah. that was kind of obvious. Yeah, I I think they should have just left it at that reveal about him being intergang. We're gonna get to another reveal about ancestry in a bit, where I'm just like, sure, sure, <laughs> sure, whatever. My man went to ancestry.com, but okay. Um, so. Uh, yep, did that, and Adam, yes. So, elsewhere, Amanda Waller talks to Carter Hall over the recent happenings in Condock. 
He is ordered to put together a team and find to find and apprehend Adam. He enlists Cyclone, Adam Smasher, and Doctor Fate, and they head to Kondok. Um, and Fate is shown to be having visions of a catastrophic future. Uh, I want to say first and foremost, I just dig the general vibe of Aldous Hodge. He just reeks coolness. Um, some of some of the clothes were a little too bit to challenge. <laughs> yeah, for I, me man just <laughs> i okay i'm gonna get this out of the way right now for is it uh, is it is it the, is it, the, is it the ship is it the ship made entirely out of the very precious metal <laughs> very it, similar it, to that right now hawkman was basically falcon and black panther together yeah yeah. He literally was Black Panther. He literally was Captain New. He was literally New Captain America. Like, yeah. a, a vibranium suit. Oh, who? What, okay, basically, what other black <laughs> character with wings, with precious metal, was just became famous earlier this year or last yeah. year? Yeah. Oh, look, we're getting another black character with precious metal wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling it's just like, and again, not not their fault. I I I'm almost just, certain you that said it. Hawkman you said it earlier. Predates. Marvel beat them to the market. Yeah, I almost certain that uh, Hawkman predates uh, both T'Challa and um, Falcon. Uh, I I I like I said, but uh, to the actor's point, I dig the swag. I dig the attitude. Um, it's very hard to look menacing with that big ass helmet. But he, the way his eyes shine through that helmet when he's pissed, I'll be like, "Yo, you, you got it, bro, you got it." Um, and I think that I think the overall suit, I think the suit is gorgeous. I think the overall suit with the red, the way they incorporated that red, absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, his um, whole aesthetic was dope. But considering how he looked from like uh, the animated series, like whoever remember whoever saw the Justice League Unlimited, if you remember how Hawkman looked in that. Yeah. Or just the shows or the games, and then you saw him in this. This was a beautiful this adaptation of the character just completely dope from head to toes from left wing to right wing to the <laughs> to the beat to his beat yeah it was, it was dope and the ship was dope too just the, with the yeah. little symbol on the chairs i like that yeah like yeah <laughs> his branding his branding um i i dug it i dug the ship my obviously again i can't help but turn off my brain so when i see a ship rising from the courtyard of a man, very big mansion man, that's about number four or five what? i think that's number four i think that might be number four i literally so, i literally hummed the, the damn <laughs> oh my gosh um and, and again i feel bad i feel again, bad for pointing again. it out i feel bad for pointing it out i but do we got to. I, but i can't I, this is literally what i do this is literally what I, I do not i do not leave in a single week without taking in some bit of comic book material so it's hard for me to think that he made this for dc comics fans because all i'm seeing is marvel shit. so it's, it's really hard it's really hard to get there but um and like it's by the numbers, get the group together stuff, right? It's by the yeah. so-and-so, and they're this and this. And then she'll say, like, but aren't they too, whatever? And he's like, yeah, but they'll get the job done. And you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 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 every, it's everything there. The, you would think the introduction of Amanda Waller would answer more questions than it does give us questions, but it Damn. just gave me more questions. Same. If you finish Peacemaker. Me so many. Uh, did you finish uh, Peacemaker? I did not finish Peacemaker at all but i've heard nothing but great things about it i've seen enough of it to understand that 
this is definitely a good gem in the treasure box that is DC. It's something DC something stands out. Something world building happens that I have to I have to kind of put you on to. And it's it happens at the oh, very yeah. end. It's not it doesn't have to do with the plot. But at the end of that series, Amanda Waller is outed for Suicide Squad, for Task Force X. It's made right. known to the government. And so she's now in hot water, seemingly because of this. Um how long has the JSA been in operation? How long has she known the JSA? We're going to find out later on she has Justice Leaguers on speed dial. Why didn't she send the Justice Leaguers to stop Adam? I've got so many freaking questions. The same questions I had. Because like, if Amanda Wallace here, that, that, just made, that made me immediately ask. Like, so I'm like, the JSA, are they like the B squad to the my Justice si League? My <laughs> sister asked me if they were criminals. Because... She had seen uh, the both the Suicide Squad, a Suicide Squad. Amanda Waller only works for criminals, right, so she's like, "Are question. they?" She's like, "Are they like some kind of evil Justice League?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I don't blame you for not knowing who the Justice Society is, even though again they predate the Justice League." <laughs> but so you know, much lore mythology, DC, y'all are just just missing and out. You're doing it in the wrong, to. and you're doing it in the wrong order, which is messing up the story because things you got to tell the story in the right order. Um, so. Yeah, they uh I I I love how distinguished Mr. Brosnan looks now in his in his older in his older uh in his older look now he's got the yeah. green he had Debonair. that he had that Debonair. adventurous mustache. That was an adventurous goatee that he had on there. He I could definitely see him on like the leave extraordinary gentleman like team or just a really yes. suave character. Like he 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 played that role. He played yeah. it. His little ascot. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool there too. Um, he reminds me of like if Doctor Strange was like older, like once like a forty year veteran Strange, like he's seen it all, yes. done it all. I've been to but, every universe and dimension. But then that gets me up. That gets me mad because imagine then a world in which this was the third Doctor Fate appearance, and then he says the stuff about I can't see anything further. I'm now. You understand? Like yeah. the gravitas of that, but they don't care about. They don't care about the gravity. We're just. We're just gonna merc fools, and that's just gonna be what it is. Yeah, I will say that. Like they, they introduce the characters, but they, they with introducing those characters, they introduce oh a lot God. of questions because they focused a lot around Black Adam and how basically how he just foddered them when they they showed up. Like, yeah, I, that's probably why they only use four members of the JSA and not like six or seven just to showcase enough of what black adam could do i also have to i have to do my homework but i gotta believe fate is more than what he was shown to be in that definitely film. he is like i and we're, Andy, we're probably gonna get to it but i can tell that was a at the end of his rope dr fate ready to pass he was, on the over, he was over the shit like i'm like, just here you know as a favor uh, before i retire next week yeah, <laughs> kind of like, like you know, dr fate um he he got um he got a lawsuit in the mail, malpractice, and he's like, "Yep, now's the time to go. I think I'm done with this, <laughs> with this world. I'm ready to get out of here. You can here, you can have this helmet." Um, so Adam awakens in Adriana's house, uh, where her precocious son Amon, who I think you wanted to speak on, both questions him and gives him a history lesson. A lot of Superman hints, by the way, on the wall and around everywhere. Solid, like, uh. <clears throat> The um, son, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. He needs just a little bit more more acting lessons. <laughs> just it felt so forced. Every line that he said, it felt like like 
they just put this character literally in the movie just to help move it along. That's yes. it. Just say these lines and then go skateboard. Right. <laughs> that, right. That, that was it. And hold up and then, then shout hove to get Black Adam's attention. Yeah, yeah. 100%. He's doing his, uh, uh, he's, he's both parts like, uh, Marty McFly, and he's also Billy ba- Freddie Freeman, I guess more so than Billy Batson. And you know, it's, there's a there's a lot of he was a yeah. skateboarding plot device because there was so many situations that he was in where he should have died. I'm Flat. we're gonna we're gonna get into all that because not like I said, this is the part for me where things start to get a bit hairy. This is the part for me where my patience starts to wear a bit thin. Because, this is the same for me <laughs> um, because uh, th- this is gonna sound so little. Like such a like such a petty thing to get mad over, and I know we laud over Marvel so much, and I almost feel like this review is gonna get me in so much hot water because of last week's kind of glowing review of She-Hulk, right? So you combine a, a Marvel property that a lot of people don't like and a DC property that people that a lot of people like, and my views on them are flip flop. So you know, I I I fear what's to come, but the small fact that. Dwayne Johnson asked Teth Adam does not have an accent. I think ruins the whole thing. <laughs> you it's super small. Right. No, you are I'm right there with you. It's that small aspect of the character that you wish they they put in that they just like mm, this character oh y'all missed it but that much cuz I And, and you know what's Jack worse? Adam. What's worse is that everybody else in Kondak has an accent. Everybody, Tomaz has an accent. Kamir has an accent. So what are we doing? Even the bad guys had accents. Everybody <laughs> from this country has an accent, and you were in this country five thousand years ago. So why don't you have an accent? It's literally because The Rock doesn't want to do one, and that that was like a big fork in you know stick a fork in it because it was like okay so now i know what this is this is literally what he what he wants to do how he wants to be viewed it's not about black adam it's not about as much as they want to say like a person of color finally on the screen because if that was the case you would have tried to uh, adhere to some of their cultures their beliefs or any of that kind of stuff you don't get credit for speaking a fictitious language in english you know like when the the (laughs) subtitles of your magic is weak you don't get credit for that you should have had a a, a deep accent hearing the rock talk you know he's both trying to do the badass stuff but in this portion we're getting two superhero movie tropes at the same time we're getting fish out of water via thor right where i've now just been on i've not i've been somewhere for so long that now i've come here and i do not understand the ways of man oh a tv what is a tv what is a mirror so you have they're getting they're doing that comedy and then they're also doing like logan where and that's a tale of all this time but the old stoic badass killer and the little kid that's trying to get him to not be so murderous and they're doing that in the same scene bro they're doing, they're doing both of those superhero movie tropes in the same scene and i'm just i've i've, I've just I've, I've reached a point of frustration at this moment because i realize I'm not gonna get the Black Adam movie that I that I want. Uh, the man the man has comedic timing, uh, but doesn't know what sarcasm is. But you know you know you know you understand. So there's there's it's 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 too doesn't knows what a catchphrase is. Like I like the whole like the trope of the fish out of water character. Thor 
Aquaman, uh, man, who else has done it? Uh, Hancock, like it, it's just, it's an old trope, but it's a good trope, but it's an old played out trope. Right. Kind of sick of seeing it, but uh, we got to see it because he is 5,000 years old. And, and like the, it, man, oh my God. Okay. I guess I'm about to get criticized more right now about this. I I'm already in the am, chair. <laughs> I am upset about the fact that he did not like dig in deeper to of the like the lore like personally of black adam like we right i really wish he had that accent like i wish he really connected more with his people like there really was a disconnect between him and the people of conduct like you right I, like i know we're going to get into later on why that is but like i wish he was more didn't, he, he like, felt he lived like, in like he yeah, he feel like like he should have felt lived in. Like he should have felt like like an obvious Kondakian. Like when you when you saw him, when you spoke to him, all that all that kind of stuff. And I don't feel like we get that. And, and you know, accents are hard, so I don't completely blame him for that. But even in this scene, he's talking about like you have to murder your enemies and kill them until they're no longer breathing. Again, who is this man saying this? The only time you've ever done this is that one time against the king. You don't have a history of ruling Kondak with your violence. You did one thing that you regret. You say you regret. You did one thing in which you failed your son, uh, you know, by sh turning on to that rage, and it's done. So why are you still espousing that people need to be die and you know they're oppressors and all this other kind of stuff? It's like if if he would have been the champion from the beginning. That's why I feel like they wrote this movie and then they wrote the twist, but never fixed the original movie to fix you know the holes in the original movie to make it yeah. so that the twist makes sense because um again he's not like this it would like the idea of black adam being this child who liberates conduct goes evil all the way with it and you know gets in prison for it whatever but we're finding out this is a revenge story so he should kind of be um okay with it and that's what they're they're trying to have their cake and eat it too because because it's a revenge story he's forgiven his his mass executions from here moving forward he's kind of <laughs> forgiven he's, for, he's forgiven for them and it just goes back to this idea that dc really has lost faith in just pure good people just pure good-hearted people like they, they, and then when you get a second to like try to examine that, they just push forward the idea of like, well, colonizers and people coming from other countries Man, and whatever. whatever. And I was like, where'd that come from? Right, climate change, like, industrialization, imperialism. I'm like, what the? That that was the most <laughs> forced line in like the past ten years I ever heard. I'm like, yo, that was distaste. Like, I I'm all for that, but like. That was forced as hell. <laughs> right. And they made it a point to show that majority. I'm, I'm, I'm against of, that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 They made it a point to show the inner gang is majority uh, white. Like they, they wanted to show like, like almost like white colonizers coming in militant, yeah, all this other kind like, of stuff. Cause I'm like, they do had a British, like Scottish accent. hundred percent. But guess what? Ishmael runs it. And Ishmael's Kandakian. He's Kandakian. He's a 5,000 generation Kandakian. Man, so your own way. people are, are coming at you. So you all, all that you said, all that high and mighty is for absolutely nothing. Also, <laughs> also the champion, The Rock, Ted Adam, he has the ability, as we find out, to stop Sabak, right? Like he, he can if he wants to stop Sabak. Um, Ishmael's idea was to grab this crown, do what he has to do, become Sabak, uh, not knowing that Teth Adam was around and would end up stopping him. Knowing that that is the equation, that the, 
that Ted Adam can always stop Sabak. Why was the JSA in this at all? <laughs> what? Why? Then we lost the man because of this. We lost the man because of this mission. The idea was that we had to imprison a man, and we find out that he is the man, the only man that can save us. Thus, somebody dies for literally no reason. No reason. And, and if we would have never shown up to Kondok, uh, maybe Ishmael doesn't get the crown. Maybe Black Adam just sits there or whatever. And maybe there's lessons to be learned about heroes and villains. But I don't think he learned anything at the end. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he, I don't think he learned anything at the end because, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to go back. So, Inner Gang went. Th- so <laughs> they went to the, the they went to get the crown, and yes. the crown was over the tomb of Black Adam. And when right. they got the crown, they woke him up. But Amanda Waller sent the JSA to put to imprison Black Adam because she thought he was a threat. But nothing about inner gang. Nothing about but inner gang. Didn't send they they're there for international peace, but they didn't send them at all to stop inner gang. You know? How did she even know about Black Adam coming, like waking up in the first place? Like I there's a there's a yada yada line that Brosnan says about the files. Remember, she's like Amanda Waller's files leave much to be desired. Oh, she has oh this, yeah, okay. She has so all this information what? about this five thousand year old myth that now is 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 here. But but you allow inner gang to just okay, which okay. they say, okay. which she says, you know. But I don't think that that means that we just let to have Adam do whatever he wants to do. But you know, teach his own. Um, Man. So, uh, the rock is <laughs> yeah, over. That the- was the weak part. That was the yes. really weak part. <laughs> the rock, the rock is over the hero worship. So he goes to go stare at a statue they built in Kondok in honor of its champion. So Amon decides he's a little suicidal kid and goes and goes and messes with Inner Gang so that Adam will reveal himself to the people of Kondok, and he eventually does. Um, at various points, and this just I, this is gonna make me sound callous. At various points, I went over to my sister between this scene and the scene later on where uh, Ishmael is chasing after the kid. I say they would have shot him. They you just would have shot him. I said that. I said that to my girlfriend several times in the I'm like, you know, and I don't mean to sound shot like, right there. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't. I don't mean to sound cruel, but if these men yeah. are the men that you say that they are, if he has something that they want, why would they chase him on foot? They all have weapons. For, and for all those who know of inner gangers from comic books or just what they've been betrayed in, in Young Justice or uh, Titans or just anything, they're an international terroristic gang. They don't care about your life. They will shoot. They they will shoot to kill. We saw what yeah. they did on on the the jets. They literally kidnapping the shit. Like a, that child had a lot of plot armor. <laughs> he was yes, a he walking. Did. Plot armor device. And it wasn't like he was he dodging bullets. They never pulled the they gun never out. Shot. They never shot at him. They never did. Like, I'm like, I'm like this, is, this made me think like this is a live action comic book movie. Like, this is a comic yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's like in real life, in real life, if a child on a skateboard ran past the security checkpoint, like skateboarding past the security checkpoint, they would have warned him and mm-hmm. then shot a warning shot. And then probably like shot below the waist or like yes. you know maimed them or something. Yep. Like, especially if he took something from the. Oh my god. Escalation of force, right. man. It's all right there. It's all right there. Dude, I'm former military comic book anime movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm former military. I did two tours overseas. I understand what the escalation of force is, and if they believed he, that man had a weapon of mass destruction in his book bag, they would have they would have sadly taken his ass out. Um, 
But yeah, but he does the suicide mission so that the rock can show up, and this is another the rock is cool <laughs> scene. This is the western scene where he had just seen the western on TV, so he's doing the quick draw, electric stuff. Um, that was a dope scene. Pretty cool, pretty cool. <laughs> that was the CGI uh, was on point. That scene. It definitely, it really, really was. I think it looks gorgeous. I think the entire film looks gorgeous. Yeah, he he took out a, a bunch of the inner gang people. He eventually is approached by the JSA. Um, I think this, the group show themselves as a force to be reckoned with, but Adam kind of shrugs them off as fleas and then heads to Octoon's palace. Um, another note on Hawkman. I, like I said, love the character, love the design, whatever. He is kind of in here to be a punching bag. He doesn't win any fight that he's, that nah, he's in. And I hurt my heart because like, their <laughs> fights were some of the most like beautifully choreographed, like executed fights that I've seen in like some in some years from Marvel, from Dark, or like from in yeah. Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. Like their fight was beautiful. Like even though Hawkman lost, he put in work. But he I, lost every time yeah. they threw hands. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember a time when we had this many people who could fly fighting at the same time. <laughs> that, yeah, old facts. Only DC. Like, I haven't. It's not been in Marvel like, at all. That's maybe what I'm trying to think. Like, or maybe, but if Iron Man and War Machine. But that right. was. They were just in the airport. They weren't flying around the city or the planet. You know. Yeah. What do you think about the JS? The other, I guess the. So real quick. I turn to my sister and I'm like, I feel like these, the younger two are like a fo a focus group thing. Like they went and saw the movie and they're like, but what about like Gen Z? And they're like, okay, fine. We'll put two youngins uh, in here. Yeah. I think they did a good job, but I don't think it was anything. And, and remember the criticisms when the Adam Smasher uh, suit was shown and then it's even worse. Like when you see it, <laughs> film the mask is just Deadpool. Uh, uh... And like and he said, it was like it, it, it's a man. I'm gonna get a tailor. It's from the. It's an old one from my the 40s. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get. It. He looks like Moon Knight. He looks like Deadpool. But I'm like, yeah, it's straight Ant Man vibes. Even when yeah, he grew yeah. the same color effect of the same like when he grows, it's blue. And I'm like, y'all really couldn't even change that. I'm like, yeah, he, he has to eat because it takes up energy. You know, yeah, very like, similarly to the to the, how we've known the pin particles to work in that does universe. Does anyone have any orange slices? <laughs> Cy Cyclone is just throwing sticks, not really I, trying I to hit him. Not even trying to hit him with him. She's just throwing sticks. I, I feel like she couldn't really. Uh, she was underused, <laughs> but I feel like she couldn't really just use her powers because of like the civilians. There's this buildings collateral damage. Da da yeah. da da. They're not really here to cause damage. They're really here to just capture this dude. So just as much as the least amount of property damage they can cause so throwing some pipes that are just about to be used for construction yeah because i she the what i've seen her cgi beautiful she probably yeah. could have gone slow motion scenes. tornado if she wanted yeah. to those slow motion scenes were really really cool how you see her her um wisps of her uh, whiffs of her uh of the colors of her suit in the yeah. wind you know like really really cool stuff too like she was yeah. really, like dancing in the like, wind. flowing yeah flowing yeah. yeah super super cool stuff and that yeah the way she was able to send uh either uh pillars of wind or even actual metal pillars um towards black adam she, she was able to manipulate any like for i've seen like any object with wind she was she was effectively an airbender <laughs> yeah yeah and he tell black adam to surrender he said he doesn't surrender um, and so they decide to take on the man and he, like I said before, he kind of just beats the hell out of all of them. Um, they get close when Adam Smasher holds him down for a bit, but then they decide to have a conversation, you know, as you do when a very dangerous man is, <laughs> is underneath you and he just 
like literally shrugs them off, shrugs them off, and flies away. Literally, and I, and that scene has happened so many times. I think it's happened in the um, Ultimate Avengers movie, like the animated movie, mm-hmm. when Giant Man had Hulk pinned, and then he just uppercutted him and he just knocked out. Just, and you- that's happened in so many media with Giant Woman or Giantess. Uh, yeah, Ant Man again when he got uppercutted by Iron Man and War Machine in the Civil War. Like, yeah, yeah, that uh, big doom. Yeah, and they out. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, out. Um, so it's like, again, like not your fault, but we kind of seen this before. Um, uh, so we are shown, funny. we are shown how the people view Adam, and they do see him as their champion. They're chanting for him. Everyone's throwing up the rock. It's a big thing. Oh. Um, Oh, Tomas uh, scold. This is when Tomas scolds the JSA about, oh, you people didn't care about this. You people didn't care about that. We like him now, even though he kills people. And this is who we rocking with. And they're like, well, that's kind of dumb. And then Dr. Face like, yo, do you have the crown of Sabak? And she's like, what? And he's like, do you have the crown of Sabak? I think you do, because I can feel it. And she's like, no, I don't. And we see that she gave it to Aman to take it to the house. But Ishmael is seen to be waiting for them both now i wasn't gonna criticize the kid but i'll criticize him in this scene and not even the actor i'll criticize the the kid the character in this scene he didn't get any of those hints where the brother's like yo get out of here like yeah we, we don't know where the crown is <laughs> like get the, fuck out of here. <laughs> the first time in a long time i sounded like someone screaming at someone in a horror movie like like go he gonna get you get <laughs> like i was really upset I'm like is this kid really that stupid is it yeah. the plot armor just failing him right now? <laughs> well, he's known to he's shown to be quick as a whip to distract security points guards to uh, 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 literally uh, create an, an act that would make a five thousand year old god show up and help him and 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 be able to steal the the crown and get away from the whole entire JSA, but can't can't in, doesn't get social this cues. Moment. <laughs> Doesn't get social cues. Three of them. Three of them. He did give. And he was being obvious, like, "Yo, like, uh, no, we don't have it." So I think you should, like, he was his uh, his uncle tried, and and he got shot for that shit too. (laughs) He and that hurt me. Old buddy got old buddy got shot. I was I was hurt. Maybe come back, man. Before that scene, this was probably like the the best point that the mom made. Like, where was? the JSA up until this point, because yeah. if it's known that inner gang, a well-known criminal organization has a mining facility and it's known, why haven't yeah. y'all stopped this? Like right. at all, y'all know this is something bad is going to come of it. Where are the heroes? Why is Amanda Waller have it allowing this? Is it because of foreign policy? I can't like what? But it goes back to the Eternals of it all, bro, because where was the JSA for what happened in Midtown with the Suicide Squad? Where was the JSA for what happened when Darkseid and Steppenwolf showed up? What ha- where was the JSA for any... What was the JSA when Zod showed up? If Dr. Fate's an old-time Dr. Fate and has been doing this for a very long time? What happened when the aliens showed up? What happened when Doomsday was around? No, they they are trying to have their cake and eat it too by acknowledging the past but then they bring up out of nowhere eternium nth metal superhero teams that have been around for decades but seemingly haven't been around for decades how can you have it both and how can you have it both in uh both ways i i don't i don't don't know i don't understand like they they need to uh i'm trying to really trying to go back like where is the beginning of this universe like where did we just cross over into this new twilight zone of right new dceu era like was it when the Z- the, the snyder cut came out is that where we're starting from now like, right, did, right like, did, like, like was there like literally a divergence and we just jumped into another universe like we jumped to the side now we're like on earth 1.5 as opposed to earth one and so everything is kind of similar but kind of different 
you right, know, like I need and, an explanation. <laughs> and maybe they're taking their, they, maybe they're taking another page out of Marvel's book. It's not like they haven't done it before, in the sense that maybe that they're they, they're thinking that they can do the same thing that Marvel's doing now with Fisk and Daredevil, where they're kind of similar to what we know, but they're able to make changes. Mm-hmm. The difference is DC. <laughs> that was a rights issue. We didn't have those characters. You own all these characters, so any bad portrayals of these characters is blamed on you because you're the only one that's done things with them. And that's the beef. That's the that's the beef. That's the that's my major beef about all this. Is like you're mis. You can't blame anybody else for this mismanagement. My confusion over your universe is because of you. You told me Superman was the very first superhero to ever appear in this universe. In the DCEU, oh, no, no, sorry, no, it was Diana. No, 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 apparently the Lords of Order have been doing this for the dawn of time. Apparently the champion of Shazam is 5,000 years old. So where, does Diana know about the the wizards? She should, right? Gods and all that? Right, because apparently, because Diana is 5,000 years old. So was she around when Teth Adam was around? Like, did and when where where was the uh, where was the king of net like atlantis where was yeah. atlantis doing all this <laughs> yeah oh because that's that must have been above ground as well so <laughs> so was conduct the first self-governing whatever the heck of of uh, yeah, inside like, to, to their like dc knowledge atlantis was around ten thousand years <laughs> like a hundred percent so it, again like what do what, what i can't do this thing where every movie i watch i have to forget about everything and be re-educated as to what it is now um again with the whole flying thing i feel like they invented those bikes just so they could have flying fight scenes honestly it, yeah because they did really seem out of place for like this international crime syndicate like they seem really bulky Right, they, they had. They just seemed like the really like obvious. Like these are bad guy bikes. Like right, they weren't like trying to hide the fact that these they're you know they're undercover, they're stealthy. They they really was just there to show like we're bad guy fodder here. Yes. punch us. And I've <laughs> I've also seen a bunch of jack legged jack boot, uh, security force in another Marvel movie that all had weapons that were imbued with blue technology that was not of this mm. earth. <laughs> so again. I'm just like, what's going on here? We're back, you know, we're back at it. Uh, but um, they, yeah, Ishmael, they got the guy got shot. Uh, believing um, the uh, Ishmael chases the kid, loses the crown, but believing that Amon would be a good bargaining chip, he kidnaps the kid and escapes to on an in, internium bike. Uh, meanwhile, the JSA walk over to convince Black Adam to say the name Shazam, which will remove the powers given to him, but he refuses. Also, this point makes my point even brighter, right? The fact that Shazam gives him his powers and he would only ever say it to get them or lose them. But Shazam's name is Shazam, so he can't introduce himself because if he does, you either get or lose his powers. So uh, also that there. I also don't ever think he's named Black Adam in this. Uh, he literally goes by Teth Adam all the way up until he smirks at the camera and then just cut the title <laughs> yeah yeah adam and there's things about like we don't need sometimes we don't need white knights or whatever and i get you yeah, know they made allusions yeah, yeah, to yeah, it yeah, at the 
I'm like, so yeah, they're like, I'm like, oh, sometimes the world does need a dark night. And I'm like, well, we, the world already has that. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> and oh, I'm my pretty gosh. sure he can and we, take out the other white knights. That's the other thing. We already have antiheroes. We have so many antiheroes. Like, they, they, they made this. This film had a lot of, like, you've never seen this level of, like, uh, badassery. And it's like, maybe not the scale in, in the sense of, like, the explosions, the fight scenes. But we've seen questionable heroes forever yeah like you know, homelander omni man batman moon knight like you know even dare that daredevil even deadpool you know yeah, like right he doesn't tell jokes <laughs> but he's kind he of people's heads. a lot of he's people he's kind of people's heads and he'll be the first one to tell you as he did colossus that some people just need to die we Bad. just dealt we just dealt with that six years ago you know so it's like <gasps> But we're but they make it like this is not your grandpa's superhero. It's like whatever, bro. You don't know my grandpa. But <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> uh yeah, the JSA joined to help. They don't find the kid. I I glanced over all that of him literally chasing down these these bikes. And there's a lot of talk with him and Hawkman about like don't kill the. You're not saving the kid. You're killing these the drivers, and there's a better way to do this, and and uh, a lot of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, there. the Hawkman's uh morality lecture, and I, I to go. I'm gonna go back real quick. <laughs> that, that Shazam thing. Yeah. That I like how they did have in the beginning how the gods did die and how the wizard was the last one left because when black adam was getting in prison he killed all of them which how yeah. Shazam got the olympian gods of my like, okay i like that I, me too i like how they're tying in his lore to shazam yeah but um and shout out to Demar ah, hansu man out here in both both universes dc and marvel just okay. breaking in both checks it. And killing it so yeah there was a bit of a love letter to the actual lore of shazam and there's a glimpse when you see the sun and he gets the power of the champion he looks like comic book black adam literally he had the hair and everything and i said oh shit what a, what? <laughs> i was like I, but you, but this is the thing this is the reason why i'm mad era of the marvel god because i that that reaction was a reaction of a man who finally saw Black Adam in the Black Adam movie. And that was two hours in, roughly, or an hour and a half in. So, you <laughs> showed you what I was going there for. I was going there for just, I wanted Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but we got it for like what? Like that I got the rock. Second. I got the rock playing Superman. Uh, and yeah, I it, it was just uh, what what do you like about that bike chase sequence where they're they're like he's ripping out the 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 pilots and whatnot? Oh, with the morality, um, I did like that hid him. I oh, obligatory chase scene, yeah. cat and mouse bait and switch. Uh, with Ishmael ending up with uh with the child with with the son. Mm -hmm. I did like their conversation because it did show it, him trying to adjust to the you know modern day like him understanding like okay some met with because you know great power comes great responsibility just because you have the ability to kill someone and shouldn't mean you should all the time right you know he's i guess <laughs> trying to understand that concept and and once again hawkman just being there at getting getting handed by, by black adam just you want to go you want to go like just <laughs> God, the, the, that scene was just so shaky for me, but it, it was just the obligatory chasing for me at, at the end of the day, just to drive an expeditory point for the main character for him to 
or to go through a change to see a different perspective, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, again, with The Rock being all that he is and uh, with Black Adam being all that he's portrayed to be, you know, this menacing, terrorizing force, I, again, want to give props to how um, Aldis Hodge handles his like how he portrays his character because he never backs down from black adam not once in this entire film and True. when you start seeing him get the crazy eyes when he starts looking at adam like at one point when he's just like we weren't done with that conversation we had i was like oh we, what were we about to do here yeah. hawkman wanted to smoke every time from black adam he, <laughs> he knew he can get his wings ripped off or just he can get that, turned into fried chicken <laughs> that, that was like that was that he never back down he's, he's their their north star he's the yeah. he's the, you know we don't heroes don't kill people like he is straight on on it but the bad people will get this work you know he will give the bad people that work and um watching him constantly not be afraid and standing up to adam like that i really dug that portrayal of that character and again like i said even with that big ass helmet you could feel the expression through it when he's when he's going eye to eye with him on some like we're gonna do this or we're gonna do this kind of stuff we're gonna do this right we can do this and talk later or we can do this now and talk later what's up (laughs) yeah yeah like like eldest hodge if he wasn't hawkman if they were to do this he could have played a good john stewart green lantern oh yeah man yeah, like just another because like Hawkman was good, but Green Lantern really could have like put up a better fight against Black Adam. He's he was still with a loss, but like the fight would have been just just insane. Just the amount of constructs that John Stewart would have been using on him. But the the thing that I think about is what did you know Carter Hall Hawkman show more in this film than willpower. It was constant willpower. That's all the man was powered by in this. That's all. That's all what led him forward. The will to do what's right. The will to accomplish the mission that he was given, and he never stopped. So he would have been a perfect uh, John Stewart, in my opinion. I think yeah, he really, really could have killed that. That's what made me think of him because he. But if he was, was but then he might have been that. a threat to Black Adam, bro. We can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that in Black Adam's movie, bro. And they could, but like with Hawkman's character, I do like that they do introduce all the lore of his character and um Shira and the uh, the Denegarians. You know, we possibly could see them in future titles now. And and I was afraid because of Doctor Fate's visions, like he was going to die. So like, oh, he's going to get reincarnated. We're going to get yeah. the, the white version of Hawkman, in, right? In Shira, but no, he lived. So I'm like, yes. But the <laughs> thing is, the thing is though, um. <laughs> I'm a little bit upset. First of all, I don't mind him dying and being resurrected so long as he comes back looking similar to how he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't want the actor to come back as somebody different, in my opinion. Eldest Hodge is my Hawkman through and through. That's going to be the guy that I think about when I think about this character. Um, so I totally want that. But don't you think it's a little nefarious? I'm using a, a big word in here. Don't you think it's a little nefarious that DC would remove the resurrection arc from Carter to put him in pretend danger in this film. I, I feel like they did that. They, they, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, so it's like, if, it, it, like, as I'm watching this, when he's, when Faith's saying what he's saying, I'm in my head, I'm like, well, that doesn't matter because he'll be back. He'll be back. Right. Because I was, that's all I was at the whole time because I'm like, okay, so if he dies, we're just gonna get him again because that's the Hawkman's character. He resurrects. That's how his whole Egyptian background, or I don't know the New Fifty Two origin, but 
you know, they're aliens and him and Shari came to Earth. They resurrected over and over again. Their love just always finds each other. Their souls always find each other. But like, I didn't get that love part of him in the story. He's just a badass. So, you know, I'm like, so will he die? Will he live? If he dies, will he come back? <laughs> right. Yeah, that, I think that that's interesting. I had heard somebody said that they were not going to delve, delve into the um, the resurrection, which I think is like a huge part of that character. And so if you're only removing it, if you're going to remove it, but then also in the same movie pose a threat to his life, it'd be like making a Superman movie where he can get shot and then he does. Like you only took it away so you could do what you wanted to do with the movie. Right. Feels very weird. Feels very, very weird. It would have been like cool if he was, if, if he would have like spoke to him and been like, yo, not for nothing. I know you're scared about this, but let me tell you something. <laughs> I've actually died before. This is not the first body I've been in. This is not the first time I've done this. I don't want to die, but I don't fear. Because he says I don't fear death. Right? right? That's what made me think about it. I'm like, so you don't fear death because only a, only a men who know what death is, the cons, like seeing it, know it, build right. it out, are not afraid of it for real. Right. So I'm like, was that the hint? But they keep po- the they keep they keep pointing at the vision that that uh, Doctor Fate had, which supposedly calls for the death of Hawkman at the end of this big, uh, you know, cat- catastrophic event. But again, if you know the character of Hawkman, the first thing you would you would say is so. <laughs> like, right. Like, so. You just say so because you you know he. It's like oh my god, they're gonna kill, um, Razagul. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, he's never coming back. It's not it's like they like, made oh. an entire plot device pit to bring people back <laughs> that he's famous for. He's literally famous for this. He's literally famous for coming back from the dead, but you're having me believe that there's some stakes on the line because he might die in this. And I, I, I again, I was, right. like, I was like, sure, okay. Next issue later, he's there. Or next episode, <laughs> he's there. Like, end of the season, he's there. Like, it's Ross, mm-hmm. people. <laughs> you, you know. It's like, once the character's introduced, you introduce so much about them, especially because they... But with, they, no, with Marvel, with Marvel, you do. With Marvel, you go, oh, man thing. So that's a nexus of all realities. So that means that we're opening up the door for the gateway of being able to go from one dimension to the next. And Marvel kind of goes wink and then we go oh hawkman so that means resurrection they go no who said that go oh, cassie like, kane but, so league of assassins right no who said that but 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 hawkman but that, if, that's no, the no, way that Gary-ans. but that's how that goes that's how it's always gone <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no no who said the who cake, said that they are so fat it doesn't mean they're eating it does not mean anything nothing means anything they're literally easter eggs for easter egg's sake at this point they don't they're not breadcrumb trails to go anywhere again i'm still waiting on the justice league to stop the suicide squad because ben affleck told amanda waller you know people get out of hand and i think you know trying to stop a big starfish in the middle of the freaking ocean i think that's a little bit out of hand a little bit but again there's no consequences because no movie remembers each other uh, and so, uh, well, Maxwell Lord then took over the world, and Doctor Fate can't get off his ass. But it is what it is. It is what it is. People. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, so they interrogate some intergang members, and after a scuffle, which is that fight that we were talking about, um, they eventually find the crown. It is agreed that they will turn over the crown to save Amon. They create an elaborate plan to break into the intergang location, which is built like a fortress. 
but showing what they want to show because this is this movie's job to inform us the jsa is not needed black adam does it all by himself he doesn't need a plan he doesn't need any of them their tech their help none of it and again we're treated to another the rock is cool (laughs) action (laughs) scenes they got kanye playing in the background weird weird artist choice for this particular time in egypt Egypt, but but you you know it is what it is it is what it is it is what it is um and yeah they just like power and i'm like whatever let's get 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 there get to where we're gonna go because there's not gonna be anything but explosions and shit so let's just get there then they all show up they all show up like "Ah, ah, ah." the the human uh, tomas got her gun what 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 are you gonna do what are you about to do with that nothing so (laughs) they run up uh, and they're there they get to ishmael who trades the boy's life for the crown but then he's like nah i'm gonna shoot him anyway and he does shoot him anyway um i was confused because at one point he takes he had like a force field up and then he takes it down but he took it down on purpose because we find out later on that his sacrifice was needed to actually get the powers of sabak so he shot at the kid knowing that this would enrage black adam to the point that he would kill him and that sacrifice, what is it? Uh, only death can bring life, or only life can bring death. Was on the, was on the crown. So he he did he committed suicide by Adam, in this on purpose so that he can get those powers. Um, I know you were probably just saying shoot the kid. I the woman was just like I don't care what any of you guys think. I we're trading in the crown for the kid, and I'm like so much has happened. Like so much has happened. So much. So much. Up to and, this point. And now the whole point was not to get this crown. Literally from the very first time this movie started, it was like not get this crown to this guy. That's all we got to do. Amon gets taken. Okay, fine. Okay, here's the crown. <laughs> so they give, <laughs> they, give, they give him the crown. Um, he, like I say, he shoots the kid anyway. Uh, and then this is where I say like they must have written the script and then went back and went back and went back. Because then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Ishmael – he's not just a mustache twirling bad guy he's the actual descendant the last living descendant of king octon or whatever and i'm like sure and then he goes he literally says this the 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 magic of this crown has been passed down for generations and generations and i literally turn to my sister and i go for five thousand years for five thousand years they've been talking about this crown and its magical powers for 5,000 years? I don't believe that, Ishmael. I think you're lying. I think you looked up Ancestry.com, and then you went to Google, checked some stuff out, <laughs> found out about the crown, and then you were like, that'd be some cool bling. But I do not believe that the, that you... Right? So, 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 because like in the beginning, it was floating in their in the temple. For anyone to get. For anyone to get. She didn't. Is still there. She, that so, woman like, didn't do anything to unlock the tomb nothing she just, she just walked, walked in, in. <laughs> so ishmael could have just found it <laughs> literally uh, she and she only and, and this was my conniption at the beginning she just knew where to like where to read on the wall and on the floor like, all, that all this like her summoning interest, her like, summoning black adam still doesn't make sense to me it still honestly doesn't make sense to me i you mean know? she had a piece of eternium and it activated in his did his tomb have a turnium on it? Because I'm maybe like, it's like wearing the cross and then just praying really hard, and then God just shows yeah, up. Maybe it's one of those things. Me, right, she says to me, "Scripture holding with the, the with this MacGuffin around her neck," and here out pops Adam. But, but like, if he needed the crown and she found it at that point, like, wait now. Okay, so <laughs> he, 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 it was an artifact. So his, 
if this family passed it down for 5,000 years and the, or the story of it, the information the of it, or the, the information, the information of the crown. Okay. So that existence and information of the crown. But okay, again, so now I get it. Why he asked her to track it down and he just followed her and then betrayed her. But like, that's a big question to have. That's a big grudge to have for 5,000 years. Something tells me you might forget some things, first of all. Second of all, um, I think it's ironic that this is, this is what I think would have been an interesting, uh, interesting turn. They should, oddly, they should have made Ishmael and Tomas a couple. You know what? That, that should have been Amon's dad. That been a lot more interesting. That right. should have been Amon's dad, and they should have been cool up until this point where they both, very similarly to Black Adam and his son, have two different ways of why of how conduct should be dealt with. And you find out that he's always had this murder boner, and he wants to get this crown, and then when he dies... Because it's just too convenient that The Rock loses a wife and a son, and she loses a husband, but then they meet each other. Like, what the right. hell is that? <laughs> what the, right. <laughs> And they I don't say how the, before. I think they say Intergang <laughs> killed killed him, but the father is very rarely spoken of. The kid doesn't miss him. It's never anything about that. Like my dad, and you know what? And sometimes I just want I miss him. Like there's nothing not, none there. Not, about not a thing. Like apparently he just died when, she, when he died when she was pregnant with him or something. I don't know. But he, they said Intergang got just, him, but like I said, it was just a line thrown in to to kind of close show, that like, gap. He doesn't yeah. have a dad. Yeah. And yep. it was just interesting, like as you say that, like yeah, like Black Adam was is really because <laughs> here's a son, here's a mom, here's Black Adam. Oh look, here's the dynamic. Right, you there. have the pieces I'm missing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's and that, that's it. So, um, but that would that definitely would be interesting if they made Ishmael uh the the husband uh to um yeah, and uh, he's and he's and he's and it's to me it's a much more interesting idea of a normal man. Uh, consumed by the rage he wants to place on uh, and the vengeance he wants to uh, 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 unleash on his captors versus a man who's always been planning this and this is always it's my family's right and that feels very mustache twirly villain that feels very very comic booky i guess maybe yeah <laughs> but you know it's a comic book it's literally a comic book movie live action with a little anime like it's like i love <laughs> in a comic book when you know you have all your regular players that you've been reading for five years and then your protagonist gets a new co-worker but also gets a new villain and you're let to be well who's the new villain <laughs> i think it's the new co-worker because there's nobody else here new but that character and i am almost certain that that guy is the killer so let's certain yeah let's let's just uh let's let's clear all that up um in his rage adam manages to block the bullet but lets out an extreme burst of energy that injures aman and kills all the bad guys including ishmael ashamed um by his actions he spoke he speaks to carter and he admits that he was never conduct's true champion he was the father of harut the real champion who really fought for the people against their rulers the king then targeted the parents of the champion out of revenge, and although his mother died, Teth transferred his powers. Uh, Haru transferred his powers to his father Teth uh, to save his life before being assassinated. Uh, imbued with rage and with his son's powers, Adam murdered the king and his kingdom before being punished for misusing his gifts, and he is entombed by the wizard Shazam, who gave him his powers. 
Adam surrenders and says Shazam and the JSA take him into custody and house him in an underwater prison where he is unable to transform back. We also get a appearance by um, Agent Harcourt, who is in the Suicide Squad and in Peacemaker and is James Gunn's wife. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, any, anything to say there? Anything, anything you got on that? What do you think, uh, of, what do you think about the twist? Now, again, you know how I feel. You know what my twist wanted, what I wanted the twist to be. Yeah, like the I, I, will, I, will, I wanted that too, but this was this was lighthearted. I guess that they don't want to kill kids in a horrible fashion, right? <laughs> I mean, they shot him with an arrow, right? Like that. That was that was an interesting twist. Like I, I was not expecting that for the most part. I was like really hoping for like the because to justify why he's like on the whole murder thing. Some people gotta die. Da 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 da. Screw it. I was waiting for it, and then how it happened, I was like, oh, okay. So he was dying, and then his son, with the power, transferred the power to him, and then when it happened, he just died. Now he's stuck with the power, and then in his rage, just annihilates the kingdom. Then doing so, hey, you don't have the power. You're misusing it. We're going to just we're gonna entomb you, and doing so, he kills a bunch of the wizards, and yeah, then now he's that, just completely... Yeah. I, super, I, I, super okay. bio, I super bio that, but then I feel like the black Adam that appears on Earth is cold for no reason. He's already extracted his revenge. He's already gotten his pound of flesh from the world. What is his beef? What is he? What is he? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Is, yeah. Like I, I mean, maybe they're pulling from the comics because, like, uh, I, I think remember in his old origin, he was banished to the void of space, and he had to travel for like five thousand years across the void to get back to Earth. Yeah. Like, but maybe was he was he aware for five thousand years being entombed like that? Because nah, well, I would wake up jaded too. A hundred percent. And the thing <laughs> is, like, you one that. could one could argue, well, hello, you idiots. The the thing that he's beefing over is the fact that it's his people that are being enslaved by Inner Gang, or at least being held under the thumb of Inner Gang. But he, at several points in this film, says he's not the people's champion. He's not here for them. He's not. He's nobody's hero. So, again. <laughs> What? Why is he so mad? He's very <laughs> upset. He's very upset. Um, now, if he if he did get entombed almost right after what he did, maybe it's only been like a week for him. Maybe he woke up. You know, maybe it's like yesterday was the day he killed the king. Two days ago was the day his son died. So this is all really new to him. But he knows catchphrases, so I'm not giving him any any credit for right, it. Right, yeah. Like, you have the pretty wisdom that. of whatever that old god is. You <laughs> That's true. pretty quick. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that wisdom thing. Yeah. Um. The, so they take him into custody. They put them in this underwater prison. And I turn to my sister and I go, "I wonder who's coming back in the third act. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> you know what? This can't go wrong, right? They, 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 that they've locked him in this uh, underwater prison where he can't go back. And I'm just like, you know, this bus is never late." They that whole room was an Easter egg treasure trove. Yo, who, who were those them, other people? I I'm I thought I saw Clayface in one of them, an absorbing man, and what? not absorbing man, but uh, who who's the um the parasite? Uh, like wow. uh, Mongol. I there was some big. There was all varying sizes and shapes, and some of them I could disdain. But yeah, I'm gonna like, ch- I'm gonna check that out. That was and, the first and, time I said. That's the first time in the film I said, oh, shit. Because it looked like he was in a cell by himself. And when they pull out and you see how many people they're keeping in this underwater right. prison. I was like, what? I'm like, these, these are definitely like other monsters, gods, demons, and aliens. Because this is this is an Arctic off the grid black site. 
like no way these are the worst of the worst ender end worlders like it's these not, are superman's villains <laughs> it's it's not super duper um spoilery but the threat in peacemaker is alien so hardcore has dealt with aliens um amanda water speaks to knowing about things from different planets so there's there's no i mean it's it serves that there probably are aliens locked down there um you know it'd be cool to have a mongol or something down there you know that'd be super 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 cool right um, it's like it just really just and like this gives more questions but at the same time we can like look at those for look for those answers to those questions because it's like we have the Nigerians, we have dr fate we have black adam we know like there's aliens we, we have kryptonians we have martians we their their the universe is fleshed out just give who, it to us and who are the people don't they have like a crease scroll thing with the tanagarians and uh, uh it's like the the, the ragnar rank rank Ranagar? Am I saying is, is that anything? Uh, the, 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 the Ranagar or Ranagar? Am I? Am I getting this right? Like the Thanagarians. The, the Ran, and... the Ran, right? The Ran and the Thanagarians. Oh, okay. The other. Oh, gotcha. The Ran. What they like, Young Justice? I believe so. Oh, no, they're always Never beefing the, uh... with the Thanagarians. They're always beefing with the Thanagarians. That's the, That's they're always at war. They're always fighting. That's always their thing. Adam Strange is from that planet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So that can all be there as well uh, with the then they 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 have lore, but again, I just feel like very similar to BVS. They're just pulling stories off the off the shelf and putting in with the parts they like and kind of just yada yadaing past the parts that they don't. Um, and, you know, like before when he when he went to the prison, like uh, when he said when he said his name, because I literally just watched um, Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. Okay. I really thought for a split second when he said his name, when he said Sam, I thought he was just going to de-age just, or just age of 5,000 years in the instant. But I'm like, oh, no, he, he literally... From the so that was the, the other power, thing. The yeah. so like, when he well, does he, that, my sister goes, wouldn't he... My sister, my sister turned to me and she said, wouldn't he, wouldn't he age? And I go, he does in the book. That's all I can say. Right, <laughs> but like in this, they, they, they hold, they change the lore, and just, and just like that moment, like he, his lore is his origin has changed. Like he, if he's not in Teth Adam mode, I mean, if he's not in Black Adam mode, as Teth Adam, he's a normal, I guess for lack of better words, five thousand year old human in the modern day. Like, and that that that's interesting because if you know his weakness. If you get to say his name and you shoot him in the face, that's Black Adam gone, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and you're gonna find out real freaking soon. I um, I'm I'm trying to sympathize with like the whole my son whatever stuff, but it's it's very obvious now what the third act is gonna be with Black Adam being locked away. This is this is Miles being chained to the to the chair. You know, you can't come. We're going to go do it on our own kind of stuff. Um, uh, and I, I hope that that basement doesn't end up like the basement in Amazing Spider-Man 2 where there's just a bunch of hints that go nowhere because they don't continue on with, the, with everything yeah. going on there. Yeah. Um, but it is revealed that Ishmael's sacrifice was needed for him to get the true powers of the crown. I guess the... I guess he was imbued the same way. Like, Sabak, each letter stands for a demon, right? That's how that works. The same way that yeah. each letter of Shazam stands for a god. Yeah. Like, um, each, yeah, each letter stands for a demon. Like, because they, they were the opposite of the lords of order. I guess they were the lords of chaos. Yes. Or... He, and he detaches 
the head of the the cockpit of the JSA jet from the jet because he couldn't have broken it right because Ent metal is unbreakable right like right. Well, it, it just again he just attaches and throws it in the ocean which I thought was funny um and then he's like I'm gonna go sit on the crown I mean I sit on the throne because I'm over this what do you think about the look of Sabak um and you know they seem to be really into carving that pentagram stuff into their chest. <laughs> It just it seemed like the just the generic devil character, nothing too standout-ish, nothing that would make me go, oh my god, he's a like this is all hands on deck. But he was definitely an imposing like villain compared to everyone else. But I was definitely the whole time saying, like, where's Superman right now? <laughs> I know mm-hmm. magic is an issue with him, but he would still be really, really handy. Where's Flash and you know Diana? Like this is right up her alley and Aquaman. Like where? I just kept asking questions. Like this dude is here. Amanda Waller, make the call to summon people. Like you know this is happening. You have satellites in the sky watching this. <laughs> satellites in the sky. I can go to. Oh, sorry. Like, like, <laughs> like when Sabat came through, like his summoning, like it made sense. Like okay, it's in this bloodline. Like he wants this. He wants the the power. You're right. She doesn't even call Carter. Here. It, it just raised a lot of questions so it just really just uh, the third act was really the scene to make black adam shine even more <laughs> but that's what every scene was in this movie because before we get to that scene right before we get to that scene sabak you know he's already kind of taking on the jsa and the jsa decides they're going to go walk up and take care of him and fate says no you're not you guys are not going to do that or whatever um my sister uh she's funny because she's she watches these movies with me but she's obviously not as in-depth as i am but obviously she still catches stuff she said that she thought that uh dr fate was gonna point one at, at, at Hawkman, like there's only one future I've seen in which this, in which uh, what's about that? And I, I'm saying that I'm, I'm like, yo, at this point now it's time to have fun because the movie's about to end, and I'm just like, okay, I know this third act is about to be a third a, a third act, so I'm trying to have fun with this. And yeah, fate's okay, basically fate basically locks them out and says, you know, that he doesn't want Hawkman to die. So he's seen a future in which Hawkman doesn't, but it ultimately leads to Dr. Fate's death, which means Dr. Fate is going to try to take on Sabak by himself. Um, and so he does. And, uh, you know, he's doing his whole Dr. Strange multiple versions of himself thing. But then he also right. astral projects himself to Zoom call Black Adam <laughs> in, the, in the middle of all this. He gets him on Zoom and he's like, hey, buddy, uh, I know you just fell asleep because I know we just dropped you off. But we're going to need... <laughs> We're going to need you to break out of that thing and come save our asses (laughs) because our bad on that. Oh, and by the way, if you can try to kill some of the guards holding you, the innocent men that we've we've (laughs) relinquished you to, those men just doing their jobs, if you can kill them on the way out too, that'd be absolutely fine. Uh, He breaks out of his fate breaks. That was the coolest thing because that's, I swear they, Took that from injustice. When he does oh the yeah, yo oh, yeah. When he summons the aunt, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. That's a cut. That's a cutscene of a special, bro. I've seen that before. <laughs> uh, so you know, he does that. Um, and Black Adam comes out, and he's out of water now, right? Could he well, not like say he... Shazam there? I thought the whole thing was him being submerged in the cell, not the like, prison. He... He he was in the cell, broke out, and then like he went in the water with the mask on, 
And then he was still, he didn't have oxygen. He took the mask off. He could have shed Sazam in the water, but like, but could, he have, wolves, could he have said it? Could he have work? said it? Could he have said it when he got out of his cell? When he, when all the, like, why did we need the scene of Slave Adam getting beaten, but still rucking shop through with his 5,000 year old body through the guards? I don't, I don't I, understand. I assume that that was like his, like, the, the third act moment where they hear that's the, the Captain America, character. right? Yeah, like he comes to like he he never needed the black powers. Adam with or without the power. Yeah, like <laughs> oh he's bit, like it was that moment. But you see, that black Adam's not that like, character though, right? But I'm like, this is the, it's, this is the black Adam now. <laughs> this is like, black Adam now, like a slave, but fighting dudes yeah. all. But I'm like, he had five thousand year shot. old slave. He got shot. <laughs> he got, yeah, he got shot twice and yeah. still kept going. <laughs> you know, beating with batons and stuff. And I'm like, oh, does he? Does he still have some residual power in him? No, he's just a regular man. They're just trying to show you how he goes through it. And again, it makes more sense when you realize that it makes the Rock look like a badass. And if you realize that all things in this are to do that, this movie is way easier to get through. Way it would have been way through. more badass if he had that. If he did that with with the mask off, he could like he could have said Sazam and transformed at any time. Yeah, and he chose to whoop their asses as is. That right. would have stood out way more. That would have made the movie. Yeah, like like he can choose to turn from normal to Black Adam, and then like you know that would have been dope. That would have been a nice turn for the character entirely. I would have appreciated that, but seeing him getting his ass beat with the mask on, that was un- like why? It was, why? It was, it was kind of strange. <laughs> and then he busts through the ocean, and he's just. I'm like, did he just drown? Is that the end of the movie? Did we just, we just stop the movie? Like, did he fucking drown? <laughs> What's going on here? Because now he's in the ocean. Uh, fate dies. Um, and it, it, when he does, I'm like, huh? Can we talk about, can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. that, was, that, was, that was the most, uh, that was the most, that was, that was, a, I don't like my words. That was a bitch way. That was a bitch way for him to go out. He got yeah. punched in the stomach. Like, he, he shadow clone jutsued. Astro projected, did mm-hmm. the, the sacred Ankh thing, light projected, did all the, and then he just got tapped out. He could have moved, could have ducked or something, just switched plots with something else. So, I don't know. But, but the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever seen him do is transport people to that. I don't know if it's the House of Fate or House of Mysteries where all the staircases are oh, all the Tower of Fate. Yeah, yeah, he'd be just sending people over there and they're like, all right, you figure it out. You go mad. You'll just be over there going yeah, crazy. <laughs> and the movie right there. But that would have yeah. been too easy. Just portal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. he's in another dimension. Yeah, and now, and now you got to sit with that. You know, that's what the, that's, if you've been fate this long, you should know, unless the helmet doesn't like you and doesn't want to tell you what it could really do. Right? Like, like, yeah, like, yo, you, you can do a lot, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to keep you where you is because you owe. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So so then I'm sitting. So then I'm sitting with, like when that happens, I'm sitting with like, well, that's somebody I actually ended up liking now. Uh, you know, I'm like on the fence about this film, but I found somebody I liked, and you killed him. So now what the hell am I supposed to do? But um, because he dies, the force field comes down. Hawkman, Cyclone, Adam Smasher comes to go and join the fight. At one point, they all look like they're gonna go like do the same attack at, at the same time. Like you guys can't all land that at the same time. You know that, right? Like if, <laughs> if they, they, they slow motion proved it. Like there's no yeah, way yeah. Adam Smasher's fists and Black Adam's fists are gonna connect 
to do yeah. the same amount of damage? No, no, no it's not going to work. But they, they tried their best. I loved Hawkman turning his mace into an axe. Super badass. Super um, badass. Watching him even spin. Him press him hit, you know, hit the button or whatever and watching the mace spin. Super cool. Again, the I like cool. the detail that if metal affects demonic entities. Yes. Yeah. I like he, that they just still he cut into him. Comics. Uh, he cut into him uh, Stormbreaker style. But, you right. know, he, he, he did it. He should have. He didn't go for the head. Where we see that? Say, did he say like we you missed or something like that? Or am I thinking of something else? Man, uh, it might have been. Tell, it might have been. Tell us, man, tell us in the comments, y'all, because I swear yeah. he probably did. Like he missed, and then this guy just took the axe out of him and just swatted him away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like Hawkman is getting his ass whooped in this, but I love him. And, and <laughs> they almost got his wing wings. Oh my goodness! Yo, and I believe he. I believe. Yeah, I believe he could. That's the only thing I can believe that he could do, Sabak. I think he could rip off Hawkman's wings, but I do think that Strange should have been a Strange. Whoa, shit. Faye should have been. <laughs> see, see, people, that's how you see it. That's how many. Lily Dr. Faye was Dr. Strange 2.0 with a helmet. Oh, my he God. Helmet. He even had yellow gloves like he wore in Ragnarok. <laughs> he seemed like a magic intern who was over the host. He's like, I have to do all this? Nah, I'm over it, bro. Just fucking send me to the Dark Dimension. Yeah, like Dr. Faye was the MVP of the squad for real for real but he was chilling most of the time because he old but he did every mvp thing that you would ascribe steven strange of doing facts he took on the big bad by himself who else did that Literally he made the Dr. egotistical he made the egotistical man understand that sacrifices sometimes need to be made he uh did the the the, the like i said the jitsu he has multiple versions of himself he just like you know, he knows he can see multiple futures, but he knows which one is gonna win the day. Like it's all, it's all, <laughs> it's all like I swear. Did he just watch three Marvel movies and was like, "This is what we're gonna do with this"? But um, I'm gonna go uh, on Twitter and give you an answer to that later. Yeah, just, Sabak <laughs> is ripping off the uh, ripping off the uh, wings of old Hawkman. Um, his and, F metal wings, by the way, and metal wings <laughs> just ripping them things off little by little, like like. He's struggling though. It ain't just coming off. I, I give it to that. He's struggling. Adam arrives. He engages Sabak. Hawkman is seemingly killed in the scuffle, but not before he reveals that he used Fate Helmet to create magical duplicates. Uh, something that he learned from the Good Doctor. I have an issue with that. We just said that if you touch the helmet and it, it'll make you go crazy. To my knowledge, literally, the helmet of Naboo will you up. It will. It will jack. It will jack your yeah. shit up. Like and if you're on a, if you don't like you, if you haven't make that contract, that verbal agreement, Nebu will make twist your mind. Has like, this happened before, where someone can momentarily use the helmets for for some good? Uh, in the animated shows, definitely. Like just for a moment when it was literally life or death or planet. Like, <laughs> like yeah. just those moments, Nebu did interfere. But they did in the movie. I did. Like uh, I think Carter did hit at like Naboo or Doctor Fate did bring him on the team, and then at the end I guess bring Black Adam on the team. Yeah. So yeah. like I, it is fate. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I forgot so many people wore the helmet in Young Justice. Uh, uh, Wally's oh, yeah, Doctor Fate for a bit like of time. Aqualad. Uh, yeah. Caldor. Caldor rocked it for a uh, bit. Kiff. Well, Wally West. Yep. Like, yep, yep, yep. And then and then Zatanna's uh, father. And then um, after him, it was um, uh, another, uh, it was a, a squad of them sharing it for about a week. Like each week they had to trade it off. 
And then ultimately, it be uh, who ended up with the fate of oh, man. Someone help me out with that. Like comment later. Yes, yes, please Come do, after. please do. We got to figure out what the heck is going on there. Like who, like who is the current wielder of the helmet of Doctor Fate? Please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the the weird faceless helmet though. It does feel more alien, and I like that they it did, did give it. I like that they did give it a bit of a backstory and saying that it's you know so super old, super powerful, but also super dangerous. Um. I, I did have a moment when Dr. Fate died and he, he Odin disappeared, like he faded away. I thought Sabak was just going to crush the helmet. And oh, yeah. that is, that's just it for Dr. Fate, but no, that he kicked, it, kicked it away. And I was like, okay, so Dr. Fate's going to come back. Okay, there's going to be someone else. I really hope that pays off in the future, DC. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know? Because, um, yeah, we, we really we need to see that character back I'm under somebody sure else. The Earth needs a Dr. Fate. There's way too many mystical threats on this planet. In yep. the universe, a hundred percent. Um, do you want to, or I guess I should ask, how long do you want to talk about like the kid inspiring the town and and they fight the zombies and all, that, where, where, wherever that came from because that was not needed at all. <laughs> at I honestly all. don't know much about this the antagonist, Sabak, right? Lord of Chaos, like, as the avatar of them, and like it, he really is the Lord of Death and has the ability to bring back the dead. That means in the beginning of this movie, there was a lot of dead bodies just littered on the streets or in the ground. Issue one or two, when all the fighting was going on, they didn't show the on-screen deaths. And these people were just just dead from the earlier conflicts. And when he came about, they just came through. And it was weird. It was a weird moment. But the weirdest moment that was that was weird was the the call to arms, the, the call to action. The kid did <laughs> Rockefeller, throw your rocks, diamonds are forever. They should have went fully away. They already right. played Power by Kanye. They should have put diamonds are forever. Right. They should have just played it. Like, let's, play, let's play everyone from Rock Label. Let's play everyone from the label. Let's, and then Yo P, JC, <laughs> like just do everyone. You had so, a like, moment in a uh, in a uh, Love and Thunder, right, where the uh like they're in that eternity thing. He's about to open the gates, and that big statue falls and seemingly falls on the kid, but it doesn't fall on the kid because boom, boom, door is back. Oh. And then I'm watching Where this. Film. Seen that? I'm watching this film, and that thing starts to fall. And I'm like, oh, of course, like who thinks it? Who? I was almost stood up. Who in this theater thinks that's going to land on the kid? Stop manufacturing fake drama because it ain't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not, I don't fear for him. He's obviously going to be saved. And then the worst right. part about it is Adam saves him, but then Adam Smasher grabs in and goes, I got this. Where the f- were you at? Where were you at the first time? <laughs> right? Where were you at the first time? And it was falling slow. Yes. Like, where, where were you at, Sway? Oh, I get that gosh. you knew. I get that you knew, and this is like you're still in your 90 days, <laughs> but come on. That's, you, the, only, that's the only part I'll I, I I say. That's the only part I'll give to the movie. Hey, you and me, later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> that, also really that like. the comedy that was when it was the comedy was genuine because like you could tell moments. you could tell that he was over it you could tell that that Hawkman was over it he really killed it when it came to that um but I was kind of getting like Barry Allen Spider-Man vibes from from a little bit Master, you know a little bit like the night like you said earlier like they need to throw in like the younger the Gen Zers they needed like some representation for the younger superhero audience because I will say I'm not. I don't know. I'm, I might be a pariah. I don't know. How I'm going to be viewed for this, but like DC heroes have been around for a long time. Yep. It's time to introduce some young blood for newer readers, younger audience members to just to get to get them in the spotlight that we put Wonder Woman, Flash, Batman, and Green Lantern, and Superman in. Like we need 
younger blood to carry these franchises because seeing these old stories like rehashed or getting old. I'm this sick might... of stories of Batman. I'm sick of no, spit I off agree. of Batman properties. I, I totally agree but with I, you. And I, 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 as a DC Comics reader, and again, apologist, will go on to say that I personally think that DC does legacy characters better than Marvel. I think, I think when you think of like the sidekicks and the legacy characters, like the, the people who become Aquaman, Dick's time as Batman, even Nightwing, the, the Young Justice, Teen Titans, all that, like they constantly are paying back history and going back to from as old as the JSA to as new as, like we said again, the Teen Titans and stuff like that. So they have such a rich history and they do such a good job constantly paying um, homage to their past, but their films will never get there because they can't get past the first act. Right. This and is they, the- they, they kind of showed that with Adam Smasher just a little bit. The fact that his grandfather was the yeah. previous Adam Smasher, they, we got a little bit of the legacy, but that was it. But was you it. got the legacy. But check this out: what was Black? What what was Adam Smasher's arc? He was just there to grow and to be quirky and funny. He never <laughs> changed. He he maybe he found out he could be more of a hero than he did. But I get I guess, and it's the same thing with. Um, uh, well, Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah, what yeah, was her art? Super smart, genius, uh, win ability. Uh, she's got her job, she was, and she did her job good. That was her arc. Yep, she was. She's. You might see her again in the future. That's and it. I, st- <laughs> I, st- I still cannot believe this entire mission got Doctor Fate killed. Like I still can't believe that, that's that all. His death was. It was. It was uncalled for. Doctor Fate did not have to die. He could have got his ass beat. He could have almost died, but he didn't have to go out like that. But I guess whatever to get the force field. No, no. Like I said, he could have just almost died to get the force with the drop to get them to save him just in time. That would add more drama, actual drama. Yeah, like, yeah. Instead of him generically dying because oh my god, didn't and serve the, anything. And by this point in the film, I'm in full not giving a not giving a damn uh, time in here. There's one funny joke. There's one like like like, like legitimately smart funny joke there's there are funny jokes in this i don't want to say that but i think the smartest funny joke in this that had me go like chuckle deeper like that's kind of clever is when the brother um when the brother goes to help fight uh the zombies and he shows up with the van very darcy lewis and starts swinging and starts swinging the like uh oh yeah to the beat of uh yeah, what baby was, come what back was, the baby come back like that yeah, that was legit yeah. And like, the, <laughs> it was funny because his sister's going, yo, like, be careful. He goes, no, don't worry. The way I die is because of electricity. And so he, it's just true because that's what Dr. Faye told him. Dr. Faye said, right? I see how you die is electricity. So in his mind, he could do whatever he wants on this battlefield because he already knows the only way he's going to die is electricity. That was pretty smart. That was pretty funny. That was a good Legit. callback. That was, that, that was probably one funny. of the best. That was probably one of the smartest jokes. And that wasn't forced. That no. was just great. That was great because it was it's, it paid off something that was set up earlier. It just <laughs> paid off with that much because we we already got introduced to the uncle. He's funny because he listens to like Western music that's yeah. like you know that's clearly counterculture to theirs. But you know he doesn't care. He's he's funny. He's bubbly. He's he's the funny, you know the chubby yeah. uncle everyone loves loves. He had more of an arc because he ran for most of the issues before and right? ends and ends fighting the zombies. So like. Right. Whole ass got shot, then ends up like, yeah, whole arc. He had the best arc. <laughs> <laughs> he has a whole arc in the shit, bro. I'm telling you, man. He should have. Uh, I don't know if Karim would have fit on a poster, but I think they, they should have thought about it. Yeah. Uh, he deserves so, a poster, man. 
<laughs> um, uh, Adam ri- literally rips Sabak in half. I thought that was one of the best parts of the movie, to be honest. You know, Where just... have we seen that? Yeah, I, 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 man, I mean, it, it was badass. Do not get me wrong, but it, it would have, it would be heavier. It would pay off more if it like meant something more. Or if, like, or if you cared about this. the guy, if you cared about the yeah, guy that like, they happened it, to. <laughs> Yeah, like something like that was it was cool that it happened it was badass but he's been badass all the way up to that's what, that's, that's, and that's <laughs> why i'm talking about the numbing effect it feels so weird to say that that there's that you can reach a level of badassery where everything just starts to become noise but it's true it does get to a level where it's just like yeah that's a badass scene but they're all a badass scene so i guess it's just one of many badass scenes you know if it would have been something like where again me writing the script again where tomas is like don't kill my husband he's still in there whatever you do stop sabak but save my husband the father of aman i know i know what he's done all this time is ridiculous but you can't and black adam goes there is no there's no forgiveness if i'm running conduct and it rips him in half and then you're set you're you're stuck with okay maybe adam is somebody we have to worry about but they've done nothing but betray him as a hero so when they try to go again with the whole like he gets things done but not the right you know not the way he's supposed to it it rings false it doesn't it doesn't there's no weight behind what they're saying because again he solved he solved everything himself so why is he an issue why is he a problem because you have to manufacture an issue and you have to manufacture a problem um dc missed the ball with that one because that actually would have been genuine drama to have him be the dad to be the evil antagonist like but nope it's focused no. on the rock being a badass <laughs> no, he's setting up after this <laughs> and also what the, what's the message that your people that sometimes your people can sell out your own people so sometimes you have to kill your own, pe- your own the people, people? Who t- yeah, the people who sell out your people. So- <laughs> I mean, so, so the message is your, your, your peoples need to handle your people. So your peoples need to get your peoples is what you're saying, DC. Yeah, I, I rolled my eyes so far to the back of my head because prior to seeing this film, he was quoted on saying, like, I'm really happy to bring, uh, you know, a, a hero of color to DC. I'm like, not a hero. <laughs> and get an accent. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a person of color, you celebrate it all the way through. My man Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> when he showed up from Wakanda, but, he did it, bro. He, he had he the was accent. Bro. T'challa. He, he was, was T'challa. the king of Wakanda. You were wrong. You were all you wrong. wrong. <laughs> you know, like he he did it, and the Rock can't be bothered. Cannot be bothered. Like, Even like, if I'm he would have spoken sure. in his language the whole movie, I think I would have dug it a bit like, more. Like I'm pretty sure I can do a Kandakian accent. Like just some people just have. Just some people are wrong, and some yeah. people just have to die. Just, just a something. bit of exotic. It has to be vaguely, vaguely exotic. That's a, that's a, that's like, all we care my about. My name is Teth Adam. I was born five thousand years ago. Like just something, right? But just no. My name is Teth Adam. I was born five thousand years ago. Yeah, I'm the strongest being with lightning powers. Like what? <laughs> exactly. You perfect English in like ten seconds. <laughs> and I'm gonna. Uh, I guess we can ascribe uh, uh, the 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 knowledge of whatever the heck for his uh right right the, the wisdom god the wisdom of... in his name <laughs> wait does he have wisdom wisdom of solomon that's what it is yeah. Solomon. okay yeah 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 so that's how he learned it um he sits in the throne says he doesn't really dig sitting on the throne um the jsa leave on good terms with adam and adam's like and, and then like they're leaving like fine and Tomas is like, yeah, and <laughs> Black Adam's gonna kill who he wants because y'all can't stop him. And Hawkman's like, 
all right. Like, Hawkman turns out, like, I, I guess we'll see. Like, thanks, I guess. Like, you just reminded me that all of this was for nothing. So, yeah. We started this by saying that he had to come in because his ways were too reckless. And we're leaving this movie saying, you know what? Your ways are too reckless, but we're just going to let you do what you've been doing. <laughs> so, uh, very, very weird. Um uh. I definitely think we're going to see this pay off with how the movie paid off because this movie did give us one thing about Black Adam that I never knew. His weakness is Eternium. Right. Like, I, I didn't know that. So, like, if Amanda Waller was watching, I think that's why she left them because, like, you're literally, you're, and why she said your prison is, like, you know, the, are, we, are we there yet? Can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Okay, like, when she said, like, you know, conduct is your prison. Because literally, your prison has your weakness. Like they can mine your weakness. They probably it's it's been five thousand years since you've been around. Yeah. That Eternium is probably everywhere on the planet. Like she probably has a stockpile of it, just make bullets out of it, and just say, "Hey, um, Deadshot, you see this target? Take him out <laughs> five miles out, and just you know, she, I don't think she's worried about him for for because of the fact that he has a weakness. They know he has two weaknesses. He says yeah. his own name." And his the element that basically uh, powered him. I don't even know. Like it's it's vibrating. No, no, it, 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 it's vibrating. And like I said, they're all they're all tied together in in some way, in some form. And maybe Waller knows where she can get black market Eternium somehow. I, I wouldn't believe. I wouldn't put it past her uh, in that sense. Right. But like mom had a necklace of it. So like, and that was a family heirloom. So I'm like, how many other families? That may have be around or got a race. Have those check family. Et- you gotta check Etsy, bro. Check Etsy. Makeshift <laughs> Eternium. Oh, man, let me go check my Amazon card. Yeah, you know. Oh, blue necklace. Man, hold hey, on. Hey, we talk about them crystals. You know, they, them crystals be changing moods and shit. Maybe there's some Eternium. Man. man. Yeah. Hey, man. But it's like, you know, giving off some vibes earlier. And I had it on when I was in the shop. <laughs> see, 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 see what happened? You could have got the powers of Sabak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Um, she tells him like she gives him the same threat that basically Bruce gave her, which is like, don't get out of hand or we're gonna have to send somebody. And he says, There's nobody on this planet that you can't send. And then she says, I can send people from different planets. And then um he blows up her drone, and through the smoke of the drone, we see Superman. And he says, Black Adam, we need to talk, and Black Adam smiles, and then the film is over. I my theater went. That was the first time my theater <laughs> made noise and went insane. Yeah, that end credit, people. If you if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, shame on you because you yeah, listen to the this whole all thing. Week, <laughs> right? The whole but thing. if that end credit, my whole theater went crazy. I yeah. was the first. I literally just went yo, and then everyone was just yeah. Literally, my whole row to my right, everyone, I saw a popcorn girl fly. A whole <laughs> fangirl just went. She was screaming. Look, I think yeah. she was like 17 years old. I'm like, yes, the youth is still here. They know Superman. Yes. Yeah. And grown people behind me were just cheering. Everyone was just cheering to see this man back. J- j- I wish you said it. You said it. I wish The Rock never spoiled it. Why yeah. would you spoil it? The movie was cool. It didn't even need this much hype. It, the movie was solid. Solid yeah. B minus C plus if you're a critic. But like, yeah. I give it a B minus for real. But that you spoiling it, ru- like almost ruined it. It. It, it, gave, it spoke to me as a lack of confidence in the film. You know, I heard, I saw that one of the producers was saying it's a shame it got leaked. I'm like, not only did it get leaked, but then The Rock just started straight up confirming it. 
we just started straight up in interviews saying that, that that was what it was. And we can't wait to work with Superman. and can't wait to work with Henry Cavill. I'm glad Henry Cavill is back. But you, I don't think you understand the tremendous amount of rehab they have to do for that character. They Man. can't just pretend that he is the Superman that of old or the one that we've seen before because that doesn't work. And they, uh, what scares me about that is they try to do that with Ben Affleck, with his Batman. They didn't give us no background on his Batman. They just said, like, you know Batman stories. Just put two and two together. Why right. he's why he's over it. Why he's, you know, why he's mad. Why he's now willing to kill people and stuff. And very similarly to BVS putting out the Dark Knight Returns and the Doomsday story off of the shelf to do them because they're big stories. Literally just right. to do them because they're big stories. I'm terrified. I'm terrified of, I don't know what I'm terrified of more. The Black Adam Superman showdown movie, because again, I feel like that makes no sense. They're just they're just putting that together to put that together, or Black Adam on the Justice League. Like I don't know what I what I what I'm worried about more. <laughs> I don't care. Because I think they, I think he totally would do that. I think The Rock would totally be like, you know what? Instead of Shazam, Black Adam's running the Justice League, and this is how we're gonna go with things. Yeah, because like, how is this going to go forward? Because Shazam. Is here like the fury of the gods is happening that's going to happen i like in the beginning it was supposed to be shazam versus black adam because of the fact you know he came back it can't be two you know uh you know shazam wielders the wielders of the gods so you know that's why they come to blows and superman breaks that up you know you just but like why is superman here is this like like the whole nick fury scene at the end of iron man like you're right. black adam you're because Coming a part of a bigger universe that you didn't know you're a part of, like kind of right. moment, like it, like what what what? How is the scene about to pay off? Because as soon as the Rock spoiled it, I saw all the art of the Rock yeah. is Black Adam versus Superman. Like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like man, this looks official. This is what he's like, been selling. Like, hey, he's been amazing. selling. He's been selling the idea that he could beat Superman. That's what he's been saying ever since he got the role. Uh, and someone told him that he had his powers were magic, and he found out that Superman mm. is is vulnerable to magic. He's been on this kick. Now, what gets me upset is I think that there is a perfectly valid blockbuster film in Shazam against Black Adam, and I believe that. It's not, I believe like Guardians of the Galaxy, at first glance, those names aren't marquee, but you could make them marquee, Dwayne. And the idea that you pulled a, a, a name from the marquee down to make your film better makes me mad because I feel like you have enough star power to take C and D level and make them, bring them up. Back. And that, that's my beef with this Superman cameo here. He, he should have been, if the, with the rock and all his power, he should have been putting people onto the game of Shazam. No one knows about that damn character. It, it, like, he's willfully ignored. That, that should have been the moment. That should have been Shazam's cameo. Yeah. To set up their movie to have Man of Steel appear in that. Yeah. Because they already confirmed Man of Steel 2 is in the works. Right. Then, boom. From there, he would have been hit and just catapulted right into his sequel, DC. Listen to us, man. Yeah, I just the ball, it it's it's right there. Could you imagine the next actor just fumbling it? Could you imagine the next actor who plays the Joker? Because we'll get five more by next year. Um, saying like, <laughs> you know, I, I I like this I like this role, but what I really can't wait for is to go head to head with Wonder Woman. That is what I feel like all the audience wants, right? Like. Me and Wonder Woman to finally go to blows and see who's better. And it's like, no, I don't care who fights between who wins between Black Adam and the Rock. That's, I mean, Black Adam and the Rock, Black Adam and Superman. I want to see Black Adam and Shazam. That's the fight I want to see. It's a fight since the dawn of time. 
And you, you want to talk about having their cake and eating it too? He's going to have Tomaz. He's going to have Amon. And one of those bastards is going to die. And we're going to get the uh, Black Adam World War Three storyline where he again fights the JSA, possibly the Justice League, and more fucking superheroes. Because what would make The Rock look even cooler than stopping everybody at the same time? Holds <laughs> entire Justice League. And that's comic accurate. Yes. He has hold them on several occasions. Just yes. because of trying to... Name of, of doing some suicide squatches or just in the name of protecting conduct because the superheroes are trying to stop some shiz. Like, no, yes. you're not allowed to be here. And he was just home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, we can see that because we saw that a little bit with, you know, Donna Justice. Not Donna Justice. No Justice League. Yeah. When, man, when Superman came back and he fought the Justice League and they tried to stop him. Right. Uh, right. Uh. Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> and I say we're just that, like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. That's why I'm like, uh, yes, like, really times, yes. Again, <laughs> again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like to kick these things. Um, but like I I I the reason why I'm so indebted to the comic book medium is because it, it's one of the true things that when it's on fire, it can make me feel in ways that almost no other medium can. You know, if you're a super if you're super into sports, you might get your euphoria from that, like from a super good game or a specific athlete that you like to follow and his performances and stuff. Um, you know, if you're super into movies or music, maybe music is that for you, you know, where you can feel an artist when they are authentic and you can feel when this album was put together by AI bots who have figured out what the best beats <laughs> and the best rhythms are. And this movie feels a bit like something that was put together by committee. Did I not say, what was it? Um, uh, you know what? This it's written does. by four people. Really? It's four writers. You know, and then Dwayne is a producer and you got to believe that there were parts where he was like, nope, I'm not doing that. Or you better put in a scene with this. Um, I, I uh, had told people, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, in, when the, in the Fast and the Furious franchise, when Rock becomes a part of it and him and, and Vin Diesel are in full swing of things and Hobbs is a bigger character, they start to put in their contracts <laughs> whether or not they can lose fights in the Fast universe. Yep. That they was, that's put, like a running joke on a lot of shows too. When yeah. They're parody, yes. 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 Um, stuff like, well, if I am in a fight, my opponent can knock me down four times, but I knock them down six. Stuff like that. And so when you believe that that person has that level of control over their ego and their presentation, I can't help but believe he did that with this. I can't help but he believe where they go. All right, so the whole JSA, they get in there. We get a little moment where we get some shine on, on Cyclone. We get some shine on Dr. Faye and Rocco's why wouldn't Black Adam just go by himself and blow the whole thing up? And they go, I guess, I yeah, mean, well, I mean, I mean, that's what like you want to do. Yeah, I guess that's what you want to do. We'll keep hey, everybody, well, I guess we'll keep everybody on the ship until, until, until that's, later. That's true. I, I saw Black Adam on his back like three, four times throughout this whole movie. Like he got punched by Hawkman. That was a solid punch. But after that, Black Adam was just holding him after that. Like that fight That's was what beautiful. I'm it wasn't even it was like, like a struggle. It was annoyance. Yeah, he didn't even sweat. His outfit was still the same at the end of the movie. Oh like, no! Did you see? Did you see the visual though at the end of the movie? The oh, like he did get a, He did get the, the new cape. Oh, like it was like <laughs> I'm glad you saw that cape. I was like, no capes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you saw that because he had the gold. He now has gold bands and gold boots, and there's gold where, where there was once black. There, it's now gold, and that's the I visual storytelling that. that he's the good guy now. I guess. Um, 
What good guy? I'll if, say he just has a little bit more good in him. Here's he's the thing. As, he's just not as bad. <laughs> here's the thing, Wizard Shazam. Why don't you take the powers from Black Adam? Why do you entomb him with his powers? You know what? Let, let's let's theorize. Like right now, when this when this is happening, when Black Adam <laughs> is happening, Shazam: The Fury of Gods is happening, and that's why the Wizard is busy with that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Because why else wouldn't he just come back and take the powers? Because we, I mean, we did see in the beginning they did it seal him. I don't know why they didn't try to take the powers then. Because he did just zap them and they were just dead, 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 and he was a sealed. Why didn't bro? I and and I already see the DC scene of it all. It's gonna be the end, the last, the last scene in Fury of the Gods. They will have defeated Helen Mirren or whoever the hell they're fighting in that thing. And then the Wizard Shazam shows up and he's like, "Shazam, there's been a great threat, whatever, whatever." And he's like, "Bro, we just handled it. You're a little late to the party. We just finished the whole thing, the whole family. We we didn't did it. It's all done." He's like, "No, you don't understand. The champion has awoken." And then fade to black. And then that 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 it it will be that. Um, it could have been done better. Should have been done better. I hope this whole feud stuff becomes better. Now we got to speak about the future a bit before we wrap things up here. This definitely, was said. Definitely. This was said in a way that made me nauseous. That this is phase one of the DCEU. I would like to also remind people that this is the eleventh film in the DCEU. This is phase one. Phase uh, one. How do you feel about uh, that line, that mark, that distinction? I attribute it to, um, I guess, because because DC, Bob Iger is now over at Warner Brothers, and if mm -hmm. you and if you go, if guys, if y'all who don't know, Bob Iger was basically the one who set up the first like phases of Marvel. And it was getting off the ground as Marvel Studios back in two thousand, from two thousand five to two thousand uh, fifteen, basically. Like he did, like this, he was just there, and then he handed over the reins to Kevin Feige, and after he stepped down, you know, yeah. now he's over there. He's helping build their roadblock, hopefully to success. And hearing this as they first fought, as their phase one, knowing that this is their eleventh movie, <laughs> is weird. It is so weird. Like I, I, uh, it's like a bad taste in the mouth. It's like why. Why would you say this? Why would very, you say that? Very, very weird. Before? So what was that? Phase zero? This is all just prototype? Uh, just a bunch just... of nothing. Just like, a just... bunch of nothing. Bunch of Harley Quinn and Jared Leto. <laughs> and that, that was it. And, some, and, a, and a bad and Wonder Woman Miller sequel. And Miller. Yeah. Like just... And a bad Ooh. Wonder Woman sequel. And I think some people saw Aquaman too. You know, I like Aquaman. <laughs> I like Black Manta. That's my man's. But, you know, like, damn... You know, um, I, this is the thing. I, I hear a lot of people saying that this is a, you know, a new start, a new phase worries me. If this is, if we're going to, if this is going to continue the tradition of, of cherry picking parts of DC's gorgeous lore to fit just the movie at the time that we're doing, if this is going to be like, meaningless easter eggs if this is going to mean you know pointless cameos i'm not Visual i'm not looking seen i'm not like, looking i'm not looking forward to this if this is what that is um I, i'm going to be I, the I mean, scorned I, I'll lover. Go see it yes yeah, i'm saying i'm going to be the scorned lover i'm going to see it but i'm not going to lie to you towards the end of this 
my sister turned to look at me. She said, are you okay? And I said, I kind of just need this to wrap up. Like, I kind of just, like, I get it. We know this is the third act Yo, of the superhero that, movie. Like, that's I crazy because my girlfriend, she, she was falling asleep in the movie. And I think that's because, like, she, just like, like, her sister, my girlfriend, like, she, I'm like, we're, we're, we're in it. We're deep in comic book media culture. Yeah. They absorb what we are, like, you know, they absorb what they can, but they, you know, they're not deep in it, but they watch what we watch. They know of it. But they just don't read the books. I don't know. Yeah. But she was aware of everything that I was that we we're talking about. And that's probably what made her fall asleep because it's like we've seen this. Yeah. We've seen and even with some of the visuals of Hawkman. I'm like, literally, Falcon did that with the stop using his wings to stop, like to like to like yeah. give himself more. Like he did that in the show, that exact shot. Like yeah. the exact shot. Same with Iron Man, the dropping out of the ship. That's Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Like I'm like in the helmet, the in the helmet, Doctor Strange cam, bro. Like sorry, Doctor like, Fate, Doctor Fate. Fate. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's just so it's like I can see like how like <laughs> the, the the fatigue. It's sad like the fatigue can be here when this is their first supposedly their first like outing starting yeah. over or like the first phase. Like the fatigue is already here. The, that means my worry is also here too like yes and i've gone on record of saying that i think that how you start this is very important in what world is starting with black adam the right first step in any in any <laughs> in any dc fucking universe it's like what starting world? off like with sinestro or like lex luthor or like oh I, it's just weird it's just <laughs> yeah. very it just straight like <laughs> my dumbass was about to say it's like doing an entire universe with venom <laughs> but, but, but i guess i guess that's where we're at we start an entire universe with the anti-hero we make him a little bit funny and a little bit murderous and that's going to be box office and i think as a matter of fact now that we said it i think he probably took the most from venom i think he probably sat back and was like i could be tom hardy <laughs> like basically <laughs> leo that i could do that like you know um, well, i could be a morbius i can be like a, a venom like yeah like just an anti-hero like who uh, um, like for he was a he was doing he was like handcuffed but with electricity almost Yes, like just like that's what I saw. Mother. And he still knew sarcasm, sarcasm, and one-liners and all that stuff. Like he still, which is why I I wasn't connecting too much with the material. But um, did you notice? Well, I noticed because I've seen a couple of episodes and I've seen it being portrayed. But the guy who plays the champion version of his son is the guy who plays the young version of him on that show, Young Rock. So when oh yeah, so when the guy shows up and he's like, "Take my powers, father" or whatever, that was him. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, "Wow, you want to talk about like good to have friends like that? That that's some that's some shit right there, bro. That's some shit right there. Really, I really appreciate good. that. I yeah. Oh, there was something else that I I'm gonna have to come back to this thought, but there was something else that I noticed that came all the uh, way around. Yeah, because like he did refrain from doing pets. any rock bottoms. Yeah, I was actually surprised. Like I was waiting for that in the first scene when he was just swapping <laughs> all the the, the inner gang members. He threw, he ripped one dude's arm off. I was like, okay, this they is, do. DC this is does Black Adam. DC does have a new trope though, a new fight trope. They like oh. they like this thing that they do where they grab the person by their head and stram them straight down by their head and their legs kick up. 
Like Batman had did it once, the Harley Quinn had did it once, and then he does it in this, where he just like almost just forces the person's head down, so the rest of their body just kind of kicks up. And I'm like, yeah, I really like the harsh, harsh. Like what is that? Like a teeter totter effect, just yeah. like just boom, mash. <laughs> Yeah. And then soon the next guy just getting grabbed by the legs and getting thrown into another dude. Oh with, my gosh. Extreme force. Probably spraying them on him. But that's what I'm saying. If he's this, I wish he would have been this as a full out and out bad guy. Imagine if we cared about imagine if those were cops and not inner gang. And you're sitting like there going, actually, What like the hell? Yeah, government you, officials regular, or whatever. Like, and yeah, not corrupt, like and not corrupt just regular people who are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Like, but DC is does very much like the Marvel. Like you saw that blind army in Suicide Squad, like just weird, yeah, eye people. Army, yeah, and it's the same thing in here. Literally, this does not need a faceless army. This does not need any 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 other threat but Sabak at the end. We, we had zombies to keep the civilian. The, what were the zombies even for? What were the zombies for? And and then with the zombies, the Kandakians feel very brave of coming together. And we won't let you take Kandak. What happened to the inner gang who took over the whole country for twenty years? Right, like y'all y'all have the courage to fight zombies with melee weapons, no guns, <laughs> no, no guns, no guns, but melee weapons. But like, like mm, make it make sense. Make it please. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Um, I. There's a scene in which the when when Doctor Fate's uh, shield goes down. Um, oh yeah, at the end. And and uh, yeah, when he gets killed and his shield goes down, uh, Hawkman goes to run to go save him or run to go find out what's up. I'll say that again. Hawkman runs. Hawkman <laughs> goes on his feet and runs to go save his his friend instead of popping open the big ass wings on his back flying up into the top of the thing and coming down into it like that was so weird like this after when, when dr fate threw up the shield and after the first two hits three hits of my mace i would have flew straight up to the top and just would have dive bombed it with my nth metal mace and try to crack that thing open he, yeah he or at least been there, there when it when it when it at least you'd be there when it dissipates. You'd be right there. Right, but no, he stood there the whole time Dr. Fate <laughs> was fighting Sabak, just beating on it, screaming. And I'm on like, Zoom, and he's on, and Fate's on Zoom with a... With, 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 while with on a phone, Adam. while on Zoom call with... Like, <laughs> like, that was really weird. That was, that wasn't comic booky because I'm like, the, the Hawkman wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, he probably would beat the shield but he wouldn't. He would do something. He would call somebody to help it. Like, side. Where was the cyclone? Help try to open it, or Adam Smasher try to punch it open? Like, did they? Mm, uh, I I just remember they. Kinda, they all three ran up, and then that's when Fate's like does his thing, and then he transports into the bubble, and it's like, I've got to go. Oh, I, so I they did nothing to help. <laughs> no, no. But again, in a lot of ways, they were relegated to be on call throughout the film. They were relegated to be on call. Facts. They just sit in the they sit in the plane until they say, "Hey, what the hell are you guys doing?" And, All right, well, let me show up here. All right. And, yeah, and they they're not, yeah they're not very known for this, so they're not very skilled. They they know their powers and stuff, but past that, they're not like badass or anything. So, again, very very strange portrayal. It, it the only reason like this felt like a list of people that The Rock could get, could get in the film because DC was like, "What you Doctor Fate? Yeah, whatever. Just they, they just whatever." But they can't be a Doctor Fate after the film. Just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, we can't. We can't do Green Lantern, but we have an Atom Smasher. 
No, we can't do the original. We but we have <laughs> you know we have it. Right, we, are, we can't do Flash, but we could definitely get you okay, not Red Tornado, Cyclone. Right. Get you Cyclone. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, and it's like okay. I guess there was like a hint at Dr. Ivo at one point because she mentions the yeah. scientist. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a solid Easter egg. I was, I was like, wait a minute. She has what Dr. Ivo. Oh my god, Dr. I Ivo. like that. Yeah, I hope that pays off in the future if they do introduce, reintroduce the Justice League. Since they, with Man is still being here, we know a Justice League exists. Will I they also expand guess, on that yeah. roster. Like, I also guess they still have that in their back pocket. They can still have a Mazo, right? Like they can still have a Mazo, Red Tornado, Red Tornado. Give him the ears though, sisters. because they didn't give Black Adam the ears. So give. They gave me more of the ears. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> give myself yeah, mad. Yeah, I had that whole condition. Because that whole, that five <laughs> seconds when we saw the sun, he did have the ears. I swear he did yeah, have them. the ears and the widow speak. Yeah. And I'm like, why doesn't Black Adam, even when he got the, when he reimagined himself in the cape, I'm like, that was the moment he could have had the ears at least. Because yeah. the hair would have been weird on the rock's head. Like, they even, yeah, they artists have done it. should have been spray painted. Weird. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> It's because how the rock's face is shaped, like his uh, his eyes aren't small. Like this is this is weird. Like yeah, so, yeah. it, uh, it's one of those small things. It's like the accent. Give us the ears too. It's just those small details. But like, as in terms of like just the power that he exuded, just that he that we seen as that that he just showed as Black Adam was out there. That was he was definitively Black Adam. Like I can't see no one else play this role. Because yeah. <laughs> of just yeah. like literally every time he took a step, it was just doom, doom. Like his presence was there. Like I can't. He was a god, and the only thing thing that stopped the god is a non-believer for real, for real. Yeah. Or an alien. That, that, that that's also true. And Superman's back. That's huge news. People were wondering about the confirmation of Henry Cavill continuing things. What that means again? I don't think is even solid because we're living in a world where we don't 100% know if. Ben Affleck is still Batman, but we know that that Batman has interacted with Superman. We know that Superman currently is the only person to have interacted with both Shazam and Black Adam because he did the cameo in Shazam at the end of Shazam where he met them at lunch. Uh, so he has met both of these individuals before. He should know kind of what's up because he's seen the symbols. He should kind of be like, uh, you know, familiar. <laughs> 100%. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it's. They're going to have to rewrite this map as they go. And I'm terrified as to how they do this because these things have to exist in harmony. In the same world that has Ethereum, has to be the same world where Themyscira is. Has to be the same world where, you know, like I said, the Thanagar has to exist in that galaxy. We've already alluded to a Martian Manhunter. Would he be aware of the Thanagarians? Would he be aware of Hawkman? He's been secretly, you know, uh, a general for the army all this time right. you know, and he's like, been hiding dark side and apocalypse is out there and he, he we know the omega equation is here for anti-life that's on earth right right so how much of that is still viable or are we gonna just like are we doing like a uh halloween ends or whatever kind of thing where it's like okay no only the first film mattered and everything else after that that'd be hilarious if they're just like this is I, man of steel 2 nothing happened after man of steel they're one. gonna do it they're probably gonna do it. They're, they're gonna do it they're gonna do it wonder woman is gonna stay man of steel is gonna stay donna justice don't exist job the justice league will be up in the air we'll meet Aquaman a new batman suicide squad exists it, it'll be just like five movies out of the 11 five of them will count and then man of steel 2 and just going forward from there 
and they're big um their big batman thing is supposed to be you know they're, they're doing the batman too we're getting the joker musical and stuff like that so they they can introduce a new one but their big band-aid i was wanting to say was that flash movie like their flashpoint their case of emergency break glass is flashpoint is that flash movie so i think they are just biting their tongue to get there and once they get there that's their secret wars something that will be cashing in on the marvel side uh about 15 to 20 years after the formation of the of the like 18 years after the formation of the mcu we decide to reset and it's only been 10 and it's only been 11 movies and we're already gonna reset because they don't know nothing about nathan's so that's that's where that at i wish i could have ended this a bit more uh (laughs) happy and wholesome superman's back people and we can was kind of cool he's back Man, it's still too confirmed, supposedly, maybe, possibly. But is it still? You know, it's still, <laughs> still the Superman that like is like, oh, I guess I'll save those people. Like he's still that guy. I I hope he's, <laughs> I hope he's comic. Like I really hope he's accurate. Like I stand for justice. Like hey, you've been making kind of noise around here. We don't like that kind of noise on this planet. I heard you're Black Adam. Well, yeah, you know, I'm. I stay. You know, I I want hopeful. Like when I see this symbol, oh, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Like, but I'm, saying, I, I'm saying last time we've done that, last time we've seen that symbol, it's like a cold God who we have to hope, you know, smiles cares. upon us because if not, then he will. You understand? Like, so, yeah, like he's like, he, like, cause he looked like he was just one bad day away from being Omni-Man or like just completely just swapped in a city and calling it a day. But um, Remember he threatened Lex Luthor with heat vision? With heat vision? Like Superman will do that shit. If he gonna red, them rides are gonna turn red, you getting it. That's it. It's too late. <laughs> That's the last thing you late. see before you're gone. <laughs> you know. But yeah, let's see. Let's see. They should just sit down, Superman and, and Black Adam, just talk about how shitty they've been as super as superheroes, and maybe there'd be some rehab to those characters after that. Right, um, over Superman superhero rehab. All superheroes need rehab. Also, something also or something super interesting, very similar to Doctor Fate. I do not know what the next phase of episodes of the Major Issues Podcast, the big topic, is going to be. Uh, we have to sit down one of these days and map out a couple of, at least to finish the year's work. I think it's like eight, eight weeks in the year. And it would be pretty easy with uh, movie dates and, and uh, television show conclusions and stuff like that, where to put those things in. Um, but just like Dr. Fate, that means I'm excited. It's a beautiful future for the Major Issues Podcast. Uh, we kind of winged this month we had some major stuff including our she-hulk review that came out last week werewolf by night we're tackling black adam now we still have wakanda forever in the future we're gonna get the guardians of the galaxy holiday special and the thing is all i want to do is feel something and you know wakanda forever gonna make you feel bro you already know like i can't wait I can't he's doing the Wakanda shrug <laughs> for all those who can't see <laughs> you can feel it you can feel it and so the only way to catch those highs and those lows of our fandom to catch every bit of this because the best part about it is you can literally track our excitement of this very film from just a couple weeks ago where we discussed what we thought this film could be and where it would go and now we've seen it so every bit of the major issues podcast is we have our own lore (laughs) we have our own things (laughs) to tie to and go you can reference back to and go to issue number 35 because that's what they said there 
So go through. We are, it's an incredibly rewarding experience, not only recording the podcast, but listening to it. So you guys go in, check out all the episodes of the Major Issues Podcast. It's important to put up that every episode of the Major Issues Podcast is available at comicbookclick.com, the one stop for all things Comic Book Click, articles written by us. Every single episode, like I said, again, our Shop CBC link, where we have a new Mephisto Confirms t-shirt up uh, for all you metalheads out there. Um so consider buying a piece of merchandise by hitting that shop CBC link on comicbookclick.com because we get a kickback from that. If you want to give us money directly for as little as $3 a month, 10 cents a day, you could become a Patreon and help support and keep our lights on here because majority of the content that we do for you guys is free of charge. We don't ask for much besides engagement, but if you do want to help support, we are in a very evolute. This is our phase one. We've been doing it for six years. <laughs> this is our phase one of, the, of, of things. So we're about <laughs> we're about to kick into a brand new phase the hierarchy of the podcast universe is about to change because <laughs> uh, we are reinventing the wheel here as part of the major issues podcast so make sure that you are sticking with us and helping us keep our lights on here because i've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books comic book media but i can't tell you how we do it because in black Adam's gonna come for me and it's gonna mess up the timeline so <laughs> make sure that you're on the bandwagon before the bandwagon gets full make sure that you're reaching out to us all over social media, like hitting us up on Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or even using that hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're also at Major Issues CBC on Twitter and all of those outlets. We are constantly posting not only updates to the podcast, but we're currently doing a It's Just a Phase tournament where we're letting people on Facebook vote for some of the best movies in the first three phases of the MCU. And we will continue to tackle all of these comic book properties as they come through we're not only into the podcast and we're not only into watching uh some of these movies and tv shows and reading some of these books but a rob the marvel god actually gets on the ones and twos with the sticks he gets on the sticks people he gives out the hands to computers <laughs> and non-computers alike uh tell the people what you do over there on twitch bro man i dish it out sometimes on overwatch too. come check me out we know we're on a road to gold we're trying to be the top 500 in the world so you can yeah. check me out on, on Twitch. My channel is Omega Avenger 26. Again, that name is Omega Avenger 26. And of course, I'm also on social media, A-Rob the Marvel God across all channels. Again, A-Rob the Marvel God. Hey, man, father the man. The man's got the knowledge. He wants his gold. If only he knew that all you had to do is be a superhero and conduct to get some gold. It just shows up on your wrists and on your boots. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, uh, this is a, like this was, um, and as you can see, even with this, while I was, while I had my feelings about the film, it never changes my feelings about these discussions. This is the reason why I get into this, into the, um, these deep discussions. It's rewarding to talk. Uh, with another fan uh, talk about what we like or what we don't like because what we can agree on is we love comics <laughs> at the end of the day regardless of how they are portrayed and uh, they may have told one of my favorite jokes in a bad way but I hope I live long enough to see another <laughs> another attempt at the <laughs> another bite at the same <laughs> apple <laughs> but uh, with that being said my name is George Serrano aka the Don and I'm Aaron Robinson aka A-Rob the Marvel God and this has been our Black Adam recap and review. And remember, whether you're a man of steel, a man of eternium, or a man of conviction, a hero, a villain, or one that rules by fate, remember that we are the clique. And always remember that you, yes, you are worthy. Worthy.